And now for a quick public service announcement. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed here on the Top 5 for Fighting do in fact represent the opinions and views of the two hosts. We cannot be held responsible for any cases of butthurtitis. However, if a case does happen, run to your doctor and ask for a strong prescription of Groaset or Nidospine. And as always, we thank you for listening and supporting. And most of all, thank you for not being a dick. And also, just so you know, 10 out of 10 doctors not named Fauci recommend listening to us in your car alone while not wearing a mask. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. De- decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just hauling <laughs> nothing ass, but underwear, hauling naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'ma have me some fun. I'ma have me some fun. I uh, saw a guy driving down the road today. <laughs> it's not stop, dude. With the convertible down and a mask on. Oh, hey, you never know. It's that Delta variant, kid. Is it'll get you. Uh, all right, whatever. Was the Delta variant trained by the Delta Force? I think it was. That's why it's so badass. It can't Fuck. be beat because it's got Chuck Norris. <sighs> Enough. I saw a picture of some people swimming yes. in the ocean. No, no. I'm taking this a step up, son. Swimming in the ocean with a mask on and clear plastic bags over their heads. It's natural selection, man. It's not working well enough. I... How long until someone dies as as a result, or at least ends up in the hospital, or or has there been, and they just don't want to tell us? I don't know. I don't think they tell us half of what goes on. The stupidity river runs deep, my friend. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But on a brighter note, how's it going, bud? Hey, it's Monday. Monday's over with. Thank God. I mean, we we Dude, got the, we got the worst day out of the way. So fucking hot today. It was so gross today. Yeah, it is. Uh, and my dumb ass came home and ran two miles in it. Hey, that's that's not dumb. That's something I've got to start doing. It's uh, look at I'm so serious about doing it. I even fired up the old bit Fitbit. Like, like I mean, obviously today with you know the podcast and everything, Monday's a busy day. But Mondays makes it hard. Yep. I got a backpack for the gym tomorrow, so I will be uh, get because I'm having a ball with hockey. Our, our hockey team is. That is a sight to behold. Dude, you guys are pretty damn good, too, comparatively speaking. I mean, We've you're not going to beat the Lightning anytime soon, but... No, we could beat the Leafs, probably. <laughs> you and I could beat the Leafs. we probably win a couple games in a series. I'll say that much. It's fucking awesome. I show up at the arena. I went to the game last week. We'll just drop right into Mike's hockey team. Hold on, let me write that down. Trash Pandas. Yep, the Trash Pandas. Let me write that down. And uh, I show up at the arena, and I was early because I... Complete, grossly under or overestimated how long it would take me to get there. How long take you? Uh, about 15, 20. It's not, not too bad. bad. I, had to, I was like, oh, I got to stop and get gas. And I got to do this. And I got there like 45 minutes early. Yep. So I walk in and I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab a beer. I guess I'll be drinking a Bud Light. Oh, nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay. They had a Seventh Son Headbanger. They had 
all kinds of good stuff. So mm-hmm. I grabbed me a 16-ounce headbanger, and I went down, and I sat down on the steps and took a picture of it for you and was sitting there getting the camera ready, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? Get in the fucking locker room. Yeah, just come on and hang out. So I was up in the locker room, and it was a freaking blast. You guys won 7-3. to three, mm-hmm. Had a power play goal. Had a shorthand goal. Uh, we had dude, all aspects of the game were covered. The dude sitting across from the table here had a, a one-timer. It was gorgeous. Hey, you know, just, just doing my part. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but when I show up, uh, I have I had the jersey on, of mm-hmm. course. And uh, the guy goes, do you play? And I said, no. And he goes, <laughs> no. He goes, w-, and he looked at me and he says, I'm Mike's buddy that does a podcast together. And, and I, I bought a jersey. And he goes, oh, that's awesome. How come you don't play? I said, bro, I've skated once in my life. And he goes, that don't fucking matter. You should see me play. <laughs> Just fucking go. Grip it and rip it. I would look like a complete moron out there. I mean, you, you picked a hell of a night to go. It was a it was a great game. I cannot say that was the most fun I've ever had playing hockey ever. In all the games that I really? played, that w- that night was the most fun that I've ever had. This team is, you know, I've been on a few teams now, and this is by far, um, it's right up there with the team that I got to play with in the charity game. Um, except we play on a regular basis together, and just everybody, top to bottom. It's just awesome. Well, everybody, um, everybody, everybody was nice. They were happy. They were that. I mean, they didn't get on each other's shit. I mean, nope. it was it was it was really fun, fun to be with. And and I gotta admit, you guys are easy to coach, top to bottom. Oh, I mean, yeah, you were rolling line changes like a fucking pro. I was. I will say that. <laughs> hey, I, I know when to call out one minute and get hey, back and wear nobody, my beer. Nobody I, throws up a fist bump quicker than you do coming <laughs> off the ice. It was fantastic. Hear, did you hear the video of your one timer that I sent to you and Richard? Right after you smack it, you just hear some guy in the background going, yeah! <laughs> I showed it to Jacob, and he goes, that's you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, why <laughs> like, not? Yeah, it was me. It was me. That's it a, was a good time. Hockey's fun, man. and it's, It is a fun environment. It's, I mean, like I said, we've got a great group. It's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Our team chat is just, I mean. So it, you guys are three and one now? Uh, two and one. Two and one. Yep. Two and one. Not bad. Perfect. After two weeks. so we had, goalie, The goalie, you guys' goalie is good. She's, she's good. Lane don't take no shit. No, she's good. She is a beast, and she plays like three nights a week. Um, super cool. Like I said, everybody's just super cool, down to earth. Wants to have fun, wants to win, and it's tough to balance all of that on a rec league. Just give the of any the, sport. Just give the puck to Sunshine. Just, I mean, shape. just just give it to Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. It was. I'm glad I got to go. I hope I don't think I'm going to get to go every week, but I'm definitely going to yeah, get to go more often. That's than cool. Not. So. No problem at all. Got some great camera footage. I, I filmed the whole game with the GoPro. Um, man, I can't. I tell you what, the GoPro's it is crystal clear. It's like you're watching. It just can't zoom in. So just, we got to we got to get past that. Uh, I was thinking about it. I thought about it today. I got to see if there is a zoom lens that's available for it. There would have to be, right? There'd have to be. They've got light attachments and everything yeah, else. How would you mount it? It would clip right on the GoPro and like zoom the zoom. Yeah, you look know what it I mean? Up. I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna check it out. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? They don't have one, and then I back to the drawing board. Yeah, we just no I'm, worries. You can still return that one, right? I can. Yeah. I, oh no, I already did. Oh, you already I, did. I returned the second. Oh, one. Oh, you wasted no time. No, fuck no. No I, time. I returned it because well, I want the I wanted the money back so we could get a different camera yeah, if we that's needed fine. it. So that's cool. But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the one we have because it, it'll be great for our commercials and shit like that. Is that the same one that you brought? Or you that's s- the one that I brought. Okay. And I returned the second one. The other one. Okay. I got um, you. So, uh, but if you guys are looking to have a GoPro to do to do stuff up close, man, that GoPro Hero Black Nine is uh, wow. 
Beast. Battery does not last very long. I will tell you that. Get yourself a second battery. That's what sucks. About, about 25 or 30 minutes. It's 2021. Can we not figure out batteries? I think it's because the camera is so powerful. The, the computer just sucks it no, down. No, that's what I mean. Can we come up with batteries that you know oh. have like you know a couple days worth of life in it? They do. They're in your iPhone. I mean, for fuck's sakes. We, I mean, billionaires got nothing to do, and they're blasting themselves off into space. Well, and, they're trying to find the materials that they can find oh, so that we can have batteries that last two and a half days. Trying to find some unobtainium. Yeah. Just wondering. Fair. Just, Fair enough. Just saying. Was that a joke, or do you think that they just really couldn't come up with anything, and they were like, people won't give a fuck? I think that was a absolute done on purpose. Okay. As a just a... Let's just call it that. Because that is something that we would name something in a case like we would come up with some dumb rat ass name. Just to be stupid, yeah. Just for the hell of it. Well, I mean, this, uh, this was uh, discovered by Carl Johnson, so we're going to call it C. Johnsonanium. I mean, it would make sense because if you think back to the movie, which I really need to rewatch, it's been forever. Um, they were making references about how hard it was to come up with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. But whatever. But you're right, though. Stupid fucking name. But I'm like, they did that on purpose. They, they would have had to have. You, I mean, had to. And so. for that, I give them a pass. All right. Fair enough. Good. I, uh, it's all right with me. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I always do this at the end, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do it at the beginning from now on. Hey, why not? So that people can hear it because I know they turn us off at the end. So now you have to listen to the to the stupid shit. Um, we have got the Patreon button on the website fixed. Oh, here we go. Hey, no, this is important. Yes, finally. Proceed, um, sir. It was not very easy, but the marketing angel crushed it again. Um, so you should be able to go to top 5 and become a Patreon sponsor if you would like, much like our uh, current Patreon sponsors, uh, Clint and Joe and, and Aaron. Oscar Award winner. And uh, Amy. Oscar Award winner Amy and why do I always blank out? Nathan and Trent and Ash and our new buddy Colin. Colin. We're gonna say hi to you again, Colin. Colin, send us an email. Tell yeah, us, tell us, us who you are. Tell us how you found us. Um we we may be able to send you something fancy if you do that. Top Maybe five a nice, writing nice, gmail.com. Nice little video. And um, we definitely need to send us your email because your address, uh, your snail mail address, because we have little tokens that we like to send out to our I don't know. There might be our a Patreon. Funko pop in it for you. Maybe. Send us an email. Yeah, who knows? So, uh, but yeah, uh, you can do that. Uh, we are doing the what we are calling the pre-record now. Every week, Mike and I sit down, and we're always just shooting the shit before we record. So now you get that fifteen or twenty or twenty-five minutes of oh, it's fucking juicy, riveting, juicy nuggets. Uh, the Patreon members are we are going to we're doing the watch-alongs. I think we might try and do AEW this week. Okay, we might try and just sit down and zoom that in and throw the audio on there. Fighter Fest. Yep, and uh, other things like the putting the trying to put the video game league together and and stuff stuff like that. So I gotta get a PS5 um, camera. That would and, be fun to do. And we got to do the other things like um, uh, we got the movies coming. Mike and I are going to set a date here that we can put aside to uh, to do the other movies, which is about the only thing that we haven't kept up with on the Patreon. But uh, please, please do that. Uh, for the video, I have been getting my ass kicked by the video stuff. We have not put a video up in like a month. Did you call the police? We've had, yeah. I, I couldn't because I they, they, they ran off scot-free. I got no video or nothing. I got nothing that's going to stand up in court. Uh, I think I finally have it fixed. I'm looking at it right now. It's looking pretty fucking good. Hey. Uh, so hopefully we will have our episodes up this week. Please, guys, if you listen um, and you don't watch, just please go to our YouTube channel. 
Go to YouTube and search Top 5 for Fighting and just hit the subscribe button. You don't have to watch it. Just hit it because if we can get 100 subscribes, we get our own channel and that makes it significantly better and easier for people to find us and it can help us no out shit. without actually trying to get commercials. All right, so stuff. the goal now is 100. 100 subscribers? A 100 subscribers. 100 subscribers. I think we have 36. Okay. So we're a third of the way there. We need 100 subscribers. Yes. Okay. How many do we have right now? I think we have 36. Okay. Do you, do you want me to get a live look? Yeah, if you want to get a live look, you can. Um, Let me turn see. around here to the refrigerator and grab myself a drink. Whoa, what's that? Whoa, whoa, what's happening here? <laughs> that is so funny. That's crazy. Oh, All right, so when I go here to the top five for fighting YouTube, how? okay, view channel. No, I don't want... Stop <laughs> asking me if I want to the red. I don't. Yeah, you need red, and right. you need the app. We have 31 subscribers. 31, so I was off. So, so let's just say we need there. 70 more subscribers. We get, a, a, on average, a couple hundred now per week? Yeah, we get a couple hundred downloads a week. Help us out. Just go to YouTube, click subscribe, and that's it. You may even enjoy watching it more just because of the facial expressions. And, I mean, who doesn't want to look at Mike's punum anyway? I, mean, I am fucking handsome. Dude, I will say. that beard is uh, it's got, becoming. I got, hey, it's becoming popular. Listen to this. I'm going to get me some more. <laughs> get me some more. <laughs> I'm listening. One of the nice ladies at work... Um, Came out like I was moving some boxes or something like that. She's like, hey. She's got a super cool personality. She's like, hey. And I'm like, did I do something wrong? She goes, hey, what? what's with this? Like pointing to the haircut and the beard that's coming in. That I, have, I had to trim finally. She goes, what, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. Just changing up, doing something different. She goes, hey, it's working. You know what you say? <laughs> it was like. The next time somebody says that, you go, what is that? You go. That's my inner sexy coming out. Great. It was just so, she just totally caught me off guard because I was, she's, I'm like, I don't know, something different. She goes, hey, it's working. Am I getting fired? Am I getting fired right now? Is that what's, is that what's really going down right now? I was like, Jesus. HR. Back the I'm fuck being up. being attacked. Back up. Also, that made me feel pretty good. It's <laughs> literally, it's. You could have said, I honestly thought <laughs> she was going to rape me. I, she had this look in her she eye. look in her eye. And she was screaming, let's get it on. <laughs> At the top of her voice. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's that's such a classic. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I mean, even Crazy Bridget mentioned him. She goes, "What's with the beard?" <laughs> I think I would forget how she said it because I said it. I'm like, "Well, I'm, yeah, I'm scoring goals now, so I got to keep the beard." So it's playoff beard. It, it's. I mean, it's a 12 week playoff. There you go. So there you go. So God. it stays. Perfect. Uh, let's see what else. All right. Went away this weekend. Here we go. Happy anniversary, by the way, my friend. Yes, happy anniversary to the wonderful Oscar Award winner. Happy anniversary, Amy. Congratulations. Putting up with this clown for 26 years. 26. Uh, We decided that last year we started trying to take, go do something. At least a weekend. You you deserve it. You've earned it. So many years we've just, you know, it's been, hey, you know, dinner, here's a gift, whatever. And it's, you know, we very rarely ever get to do anything for just us. Yep. Very rarely. Well, that's hard to do when you have kids. One in the army, planning around his time to come home, got to save your vacation time for this. Now we got to plan around Morgan going away to college. And just, it's like, so last year I said, fuck it. I started saving up little chunks here and there. And I took us to Anna Marie Island for the weekend. Three-day getaway. Pricey, but worth it. Oh, yeah. I do I do see a little knick-knack that came back from Anna Marie Island. Shot glass right there, too. I do remember that. Um, 
had a great time, a lot of fun. So I'm like, this year, that was a little out of the price. A lot the prices doubled compared to last year, what we paid. It's like, that's off the table. because nobody was dying this year. So Amy came up with an idea and <laughs> sent it to me to go to this place in Wesley Chapel called the Epperson Lagoon. Now, kids. I've seen it. I've driven by it. This place is an amazing idea. It is incredible. It is a seven and a half acre pool that is Bahama Caribbean blue. It's got a swim up bar that is amazing. It is. Uh, That's that, where I would have stayed. I would have just stayed right there. We did. We, yeah, we, we did. Both days, we just kind of hung out at the swim bar or got seats right next to it and got buckets because, I mean, that's the best. If you're going to order beers, the best way to do it is buckets. So not to cut you off. No, go. Price of admission. Price of admission is, third. let's just say, 35 bucks for the entire day. Yes. The price is not bad. That's not bad. Okay. It's 35 bucks. Because we got to rate the experience based on how much you had to pay to get the experience. So, this is okay, not, so, so $70. This is not Disney or anything by any means. Like, it's 35 bucks. you're in for the day, which is from 10 to 8. Yep. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, 10 hours, that's uh, you know $3.50 an hour. Place is huge. I know very few hookers that are that cheap. Oh, I go to Pasco. <laughs> well, or listen, after this weekend, listen, go to said, Wesley Chapel. The, <laughs> but we'll get there. All right. So it's in the middle of these all brand new housing communities, neighborhoods, fancy houses. Like the signs, like houses in between for, from the 200s, to, I think, to the 900s, 800s, something like They're one, in that range. One of the guys in our fantasy football league, who's mm-hmm. a detention officer that works with Ash, mm-hmm. he lives in one of those. Oof. It's It's nice. I mean, it, it's nice. No, oh, he, I'm sure the he, house is a banger. He extended himself. <laughs> I'm sure he it is. He extended himself. He overextended himself, but yeah. it, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. So we, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it's the area is very nice back in there. It's, I mean, it's got a monster welcome area like this. It, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. It is top notch until you get to the pool. Uh oh. It is. Was there a baby Ruth floating? Shitville. The amount of human filth that collects at this pool, this is all behavior related and nothing more. Like the, you, there is all walks of life that come into this pool. It is not relegated to any one group of people by any means. Let let us reiterate here at Top 5 for Fighting, where if our opinions hurt your feelings, then you're probably listening to the wrong podcast, that we don't really give a shit who you worship, who you have sex with, or what color you are. All we really care about is, do you know how to get along and be with other people and be a decent person? Or in this case... That's all that matters. Act in public. Well, that those kind of go hand in hand. If you're an asshole, you're going to be an asshole in public, but go for it. I could, I could tell the story about this place all day, but I've got two Shining Star examples. Boom. First one, and I'm only painting this picture by saying the guy was a white guy so you can visually get this in your mind. Was he a piece of Poe White trash? No, because he had tattoo money. Yeah, but so do people at Ohio State. No, they don't have to pay for those. Nice job. This gentleman... I got to get another one of those for you. ...gets out of the pool. I mean, (laughs) in a... We'll just call it a swimsuit, whatever. Um, Hanging down, his stuff done lapped over his belt. You know, the Dunlap. Oh, he's he's looking good. Okay, he takes good care of himself, works out. But, oh, yeah, he's a specimen. But that that neither here nor there. The reason I bring up that shit right when I take a sip and drink, man, you're gonna get wet. (laughs) 
the reason I bring up this fine, outstanding gentleman is because he had a tattoo on his belly. I've seen some funny belly tattoos. Funny. Okay. That you know what? If you get a good one and a fa- and you're good on you. This one, he wanted everyone to know that he was established in 1980. Because that's what the tattoo was. Established 1980 on his belly. I. What? Okay. Uh, what? Congrats. All right. I was just blown away. Um, that was definitely a drunken bender. He was in Hebrew. He was. He no, looked, I mean, that's when he got the tattoo. Oh, it, it could have been. I'm going to get a tattoo. What are you going to get? I don't know. And some guy went fucking with him and goes, you should get when you were born. At least in his case, I mean, he wasn't bothering anybody. It was just like, man, that's, that's what you went with, huh? Yeah, but you know what the best thing about going places like that is? It's the people watching. Oh, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll get there because I'm going to elaborate on that after example number dose perfect so we are in the pool this is day two we're in the pool we had our our chairs are probably i don't know 10 15 feet away we're just in the pool hanging out with our beers and um we had noticed in front of us off to the right in between our seats and the swim bar there was another lady air quotes air quotes lady. lady she was as the kids would say getting after it Okay. She was dancing like MTV Spring Break was there. She's probably in her 40s, whatever. Not, I mean, that's okay. Have, no, you got to hey, have fun, right? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking this in any way whatsoever because I'm 48, and I still will, will not turn down a drinking game if one pops up. I will let loose as much as anybody. I encourage it. Because that's how you stay happy and how you stay younger. You, yeah, you have to. She was staying very young. All right. Because she was getting after it. Like like Soul Train, like the end of the show where they all dance through the aisle. If, if everyone remembers yes. that show. Yeah. She was You just you just proved that you're forty eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you get that reference, if you know, you know. Um so she's dance she's got a drink in one hand and we're just like, man, you know, awesome. And then she's in the water. Well, there's a guy in her party. She's got like a party of like four, five, or six. There was a couple, one kid, I think. Anyway, there was a gentleman laying in the lay-down beach chair. And she's like frolicking in the water, playfully, not dousing, but just spritzing him, I I guess is one way to put it. Are they were they there together? Oh, they they were in the oh, they were in the same party. Oh, okay. This is where the party went south. All right. She's just frolicking. Friendly splashing. I think I think I counted three. And on the third one, this gentleman stood up and was done with the party. He walks in front of the two chairs that were next to him, proceeds to reach down and grab the empty one, and helicoptered that shit on his way out. And we're like, oh, shit, this is getting good. And she, like, that was like, that just happened, like, I think dad's going to smack mom at the dinner table. He just walked off. <laughs> you ever come back? Uh, Yeah, later. But it was funny because we're, you know, mid-drink, we're watching this, and Amy says, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He just left. I mean, but he flipped. I mean, this was movies, movie material, like flipping the table over. You know, we've seen it in a hundred movies. Son of a bitch! He just one-handed helicopters this lawn chair. It was next to our stuff, but I'm like, he, I mean, if someone was walking by or whatever, he would have hit somebody, and he just walked off. And we were like, holy shit. Because she splashed a little bit of water on him? I, dude, we, and now from this point on, now we're just eyes on her. This is where the main event happens. Fair. I mean, so absolutely. We're just going to... This was on Saturday, right? This was on okay. our, our day two. Yeah, this was on Saturday. So now all eyes are on her. Like, now it's a show. Like, this is where the main attraction is. Um, you know, Just, you know, had the uh, Tom Cruise aviator sunglasses on. Mixed... <sighs> drinking mixed drinks. So you know that that's just going to... We're just going to dial this up to a 10. And it did too. Then she went back to dancing. At one point, we looked over. We thought she was passed out. All we seen was ass cheeks and calves. That was it. Within a split second, she's back up dancing with two drinks. I'm like, I thought she was dead. She's back at now. She's up and going at within when, seconds. When you saw ass cheeks and calves, it was literally that was when she was doing the three lines of coke. Here, let's, let's do this. Oh shit! It's story time. It's it's so, it's Bob Ross time on the on the video podcast, guys. I'm going to give you our view. Our view. Riveting, riveting podcast material here. That that was our view. Ah, you got to hold it up closer to your camera. I mean, this is a horrible rendition, but let, let, let's just put her face out here with sunglasses. Oh shit. I'll put X's on the eyes. <laughs> that was our view. Oh my God. So, but then again, like I said, within seconds, she's back up. She's got mixed drinks in her hands. I'm like, this is just not going to end well. Well, see, that community, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or if we talked about it on the phone, that community, um, when you're a homeowner in there, you can pay per month to have a pass. Oh, absolutely. And it's per person. And uh, my buddy was telling me, the guy, Eric, the guy that was lives there, he was telling me that he's been paying for him, his wife, and his and his three daughters since they moved in, $25 a month a piece, and they've never been once. That's insane. Not, never been in once. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't mind going over there and getting shit-faced and missing out because they can go whenever the hell they want. Hey. They literally hop in their golf cart and they drive down there. How was parking? Because the last time I was over there in the middle of the day, the parking was just fucking brutal. The the parking sucks, but it's not like I had to walk a quarter mile. Like I had at most a five minute walk. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, I'm gonna say that's not bad it at was. Uh, I would say a freaking three iron away. It was not a bad. It was it was not a bad walk. That's at not all. bad at all. No, that's good. But here's my problem with, and this is why we'll never go back. Okay. 90% of this pool. So resounding maybe from yeah, Mike. <laughs> uh, as in no fucking way. Beautiful place. Great idea. Would never live there knowing what I know now. Obviously, we would never live there anyway. But um, you can't have a raft. Uh, it closes at 8 regardless. The residents can't even go after 8. Like, but I thought you said it. Oh, ten to eight. Okay, ten in the morning to eight o'clock at night. That that's when the water shuts down. The bar and stuff they keep open till ten. But if like say you live there, like you you come home from day seven o'clock, you get home. 
shower, change. Like, hey, let's just go. Let's go hang out at the pool for, for for five minutes for a while and and hang out. Nope, can't closes at eight o'clock for residents and guests. There's just there's way to. I know this sounds horribly dumb, but there's too many rules. I get why some rules are in place, but there's seven and a half acres, and you can't let people have a tube and just float. They keep it all blocked off so people can rent paddle boards and kayaks. Why would I want a fucking kayak in a pool? Just give me a tube and my bucket. Yeah, if I want a kayak, I'm going to go kayak in the ocean that's yeah. literally 20 minutes away. Give me a tube and my bucket of beer and let me sail away. Yeah, that's dumb. It's it's horribly dumb. It's well, they totally... Want, they want to make money off the of kayak Of course rentals. they do. And they have a big floating obstacle course for the kids. So rent me the fucking tube. Genius idea. Rent me the inner tube for $2 a day. I guarantee you, you'll make 20 times the money renting inner tubes and rafts I, than you will fucking kayaks. Absolutely. Because 90% of this seven-acre pool... is just a pool. It's just open water. Yeah. Because you can see it. When you're coming in, you come off that big hill and you come down and you're like, what? First time I saw it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? For all intents and purposes, it is a small lake. Yes. With chlorine. Yeah, they have they have the section that's right over by the road where you come in that has all the little... They got the scenic view where you can pull up and look at it, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah but the rest of it's just a concrete... It's it's a concrete pond, Ellie. That's yep. basically what it is. So to not be able to float in that, why Crystal are you... Crystal blue water. Why are you paying to fucking sanitize all that water if I can't use it? They'll let, they'll let you bring in one noodle per person. What the fuck good is a noodle? I mean, seriously. And you can't go outside of the swim ropes, which is where all the open water that you see, that's past the swim ropes. You can't go out there. That's stupid. I, like I said, beautiful place, genius idea, horrible execution, never going back. Just go to Adventure Island next time. At least you have rides and, oh, the, and the Lazy River. That Hey, you had the only The only bad part about Adventure Island is you, there's not a lot of alcohol available. And I don't even know if there's – I don't know if you can have any that you don't bring in, in fact. It's been a long time since I was there. I'm my niece Kristen has passes. She just got passes. She's bugging me to get. I think I'm going to get an annual pass. It's like twelve bucks a month. Yeah, you can't beat it. All you gotta do is go twice, and you make your money back. I, I'd be in the lazy river all day. It's the fucking best. Speaking the lazy, of the lazy river is the best. Speaking of speaking of, I rewatched the water park episode of Sunny in Philadelphia last night. It's so incredible fucking. when he's faking to have he has AIDS. AIDS. I got the it's I got the, the AIDS. The I got I got to go ahead of you. I got the AIDS. And then they go down the big water slide without the water and he's bleeding so and they're like AIDS incredible. blood is in the water. It's so that incredible. show is I mean it's right in there's the There's nothing wrong there's podcast. nothing wrong about that show. Zero. Nothing. Um but that was my story for the weekend. Avoid it. Don't go. Got you. Speaking of signing in Philadelphia, uh I have I'm going to live pitch live on air. Whoa. I'm going to pitch uh, our top five uh, idea for next week because okay. I have a I have a reason that I want to do this, but I can't reveal it until we actually do the list. All right. Top five Funko Pops that we'd like to see made. All right. You heard it. Th- that's okay. our list for next week. So example, and this is the reason it got brought up, Frank coming out of the couch. Rafi with a pocket dog. There you go. See things like that. Yes. So, so there you go. So that's our list for next week. If you have a top five list of things that you'd like to see, um, send it to the email. Yes. At top five for fighting at gmail.com. Do that. And let us know the ones you want to see because what I'm going to do is you can actually send in requests to Funko and I'm going to get that information so that we can ask our listeners to bludgeon them because there are some Funkos that I want to see made. Us. And I'm going to throw this list out. Us. 
Duh. I mean, that that's a Funko Pop all day. Yeah, it is all day. I gotta get that picture to hang in my room. I'm gonna get you one. I, you don't. Have, I can uh, get gonna, one. I just. Get one. I just we're gonna need, get. It. I just need the picture. Like oh. I like that. Exi- like no spot. None of that stuff. Like just that. I shall talk to the marketing angel. We shall make it happen. I just need that. So, top five Fungo pops that we'd like to see made that are not made or have not been made. So if you have an idea, send it to the email top five for fighting at gmail.com. Or send me a text at 727-793-4954. Or you can also send us a request to be in the Fantasy Football League to the G... What is it? G- G- Gar- Gar- Gargamel at Gmail? What? What's Gargamel. <laughs> Gingivitis. Oh, ooh, Top ooh. five for fighting at gmail.com. Okay. So you call me on Saturday and you're like, dude, Wesley Chapel's a shithole. Oh, it's a dump. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, the people here are like fucking heathens. I am going to quote the great Dwight Schrute. Oh. There's too many people in this world. We need another plague. We need a new plague. That was last year. Didn't do anything. Yeah. So, um, and I, what did I reply to you? I don't remember. I was probably drunk when he did. You probably were. I said, it's like that everywhere. Yeah. Which brings us to our next segment. Oh. Not to mention, traffic's worse than Wesley Chapel is in Pinellas County. It's bad. It is fucking horrible. It's bad. Well, that place literally blew up in two years. It and there are hundreds of thousands of houses there. Yeah, and there's no way to get to them except two seventy five and fifty four. That's it. I'll compare it to Trinity. It's exactly which, like if you're not from here, it's a small area north of us in a in Pasco County, which is known for being kind of a dump, but it's building up into a very nice area, but it's blowing up very fast. But do you know what Trinity and, and Wesley Chapel both have in common? The people there both have money. Right. They're big houses because yeah. it's new and you have the bigger pieces of land, which explains why they act the way they act because they do whatever the fuck they want because they right. never get in trouble for anything. Yep. So. Oh, boy. Last week, I um, I was something was going on around the house and I can't remember what it was and I, I lost my shit. I lost it. I just fucking... I was just angry, pissed all day. Lost it. I, I, I was I was embarrassed. And no I, toy in your cereal box. I lost felt, it. I felt bad because my poor wife had to put up with it, and it was not zero her fault, but I was just... And I wasn't mean to her, and I didn't slap her, and I didn't hit her, and I didn't insult her, but I was just... I was, I was fucking grumpy and pissed the whole day. We all have those days. I decided that I'm going to try and let things not happen. Things that I can't control. For instance... One of the things that drives me crazy is when I go to a job and I'm doing stuff and the people keep asking me dumb questions. And, I, and they'll walk away and I'm like, well, what the fuck is wrong with him? There are no dumb questions, Greg. I know. Only dumb people. And, and then I, I'm so, you know, I can't be mad at somebody who doesn't know about electricity that's not an electrician. That's fair. Right? And that'd be like yep. somebody getting mad at me that I don't know how to be a doctor. Well, right. you know, I'm not a fucking doctor. But you know what? You should know how to wait in line. You should know how to say thank you or be polite. You should know how to drive your fucking car. You know, you should know that when you're standing in the middle of the aisle at the fucking grocery store trying to figure out which brand of fucking adult undergarments you want to pick out, the people are trying to get through, and you should not be shitty with me when I say excuse me, because I've interrupted your fucking concentration. You've just described Florida in a nutshell. I have. So last week, we're working a job. I had to go get some parts. And I'm not in a super hurry, but I don't like to take 25 hours when I'm going to get parts because the guys are trying to work and we're you know, trying to get done. You'd like to get home tonight. I would like to get home tonight, which mm. doesn't happen very often. 
So I'm driving down, and I know that the roads don't help you guys out, but I'm going to explain. I'm driving down 22nd Avenue North, right by the interstate down there, where the Home Depot and the Lowe's are across the street from each other. Right. And the biggest problem with that Home Depot is that 22nd Avenue, uh, is, it runs in between. It's five lanes. It's two lanes going east and west, and then it's a center lane for turns. But you have the interstate as you're coming out of the Home Depot down to the right, and you have a Lowe's across the street. And everybody wants to try and take a left coming out of that exit. And it's the when, worst Home Depot. When all they have to do is go to the other side of the parking lot, and they can sit at the red light to take the left. Yep. Sucks. So this, it does. It sucks. And, it, and there's accidents there all the time. Yep. I cannot tell you how many times I've tried to go to that Home Depot in 22nd Street or Avenue is literally shut down because there's a massive accident. Like Drew in 19. So I go, I'm going west, and I'm trying to take a left into the Home Depot parking lot. And traffic is just all over the place fucked up. And I'm like, man, what happened? Did somebody hit somebody? Well, no, Mike, somebody didn't hit somebody. But what had happened was an elderly man in a full-size Silverado Mm -hmm. apparently was trying to take a left, and he had snuck out into the lane just a little bit too far. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's at fault. I get it. He's got two cars behind him. He's got a car next to him trying to take a right. And he has a guy in a silver, I don't know, we'll call it a Chevy Cruze. Sure. Screaming. Great car. At him. Screaming at him with the windows down. Screaming. Sitting in the lane, backing up everybody behind him. Belligerent. Just being an asshole. And the old man's just sitting in his car. What What can he do? He can't, go, he can't go forward. Because the guy's sitting in front of him. Can't go backwards. He can't go back. The guy's flipping him all sorts of digits, screaming at him. So I rolled down my window, and I said, hey, just go, man. You're, 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 you're stopping traffic, right? Because I'm trying to turn it. He goes, why don't you go fuck yourself? I said, all right. It's aggressive. Put my car in park, took my seatbelt off, got out of the door, and I said, hey, why don't you come fuck me? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, not the avenue I would have taken, especially in Florida. So, of course, he looks at me and he drives off. Especially in St. Pete. And everybody keeps telling me, you got to stop that. You're going to get shot. (laughs) (laughs) Or fucked. Well. I mean, it is St. Pete. If he gets out of his car. Hey, there's a lot of those flags down there. I got a pretty, yeah, but if he gets out of his car, I got a pretty good chance of defending myself. I'm going to give myself 70% chance if the guy doesn't get out of the car looking like fucking Andre the Giant or Stone Cold. Okay. I, 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 what, what, what what does Happy Gomer say? He got in a couple of good punches, but I still feel like I won the fight. You've been like uh, fucking those two kids in Chip and Talladega Nights. Yes. Wild on your ass like a spider monkey. So hey. the guy the guy drives off because I knew that's what he was going to do because you're screaming at an 80-year-old man because he, sneak, he snuck out into the thing a little bit. Now, would I have been frustrated if that would have been me? Yes. Yeah. But I probably would have just pulled into the next lane, give him a come on, dude, and went. I, I literally watched him berate this guy for 30 seconds, Mike, to the point that I had time to go, should I do something? Because I'm the guy that I'm never quick enough. I'm always like, should I do something? And then it's over with, and I'm like, oh, I missed it. Right. So I had to talk myself into doing this. And then when he's like, why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm like, well, that's, sounds like, that sounds like my cue. <laughs> People are dicks everywhere, man. What do I say every week, Greg? Just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Lots of them out we, there. Which is all we care about. A lot of them out there. Ah, I say Greg's Home Depot run. But the answer to your question is, you just let it go. Oh, no. However, however, if that gentleman makes a move toward that elderly man, game over. 
utter one as it's whoop ass. It, dope ass then, then it is whoop ass time because now you're stepping in to defend an old man exactly who probably can't defend himself. Well, that's the other thing too. When I get out of my car and I just stand there, if he makes a move towards me, uh, stand your ground time now. Hey, you strike hard. You show no mercy. No mercy. Hey, sweep the leg. Man can't stand. A man can't fight. That's hey. There you go. Do you have a problem with that? I no sensei. <laughs> I don't want to be a prick or an asshole. But I, I, at that point, you know, that's like when I see somebody, you know, being belligerent to an old person in a grocery store. Yes, yes, she was in the way. Or a woman. Yes, yes, she was inconveniencing you. But when you asked her to move and she moved, you can just let it go at that. Or you know what? Here's a thought. There's 42 fucking aisles in here. Go down the other one. Yeah. Do you need to have your dairy right now, Chip? I don't. That yeah, that doesn't upset me until I go. Excuse me, and they go. That's when I'm like, all right, go fuck you. Yeah, it's because I I I'm there. I know that you've been driving down the road and said shit. I missed my turn, and for some reason you were just stopped for a second. You got that honk from behind, mm-hmm. and you were like, well, okay, let me keep going. I'll figure it out. We all make mistakes. I get that. Oh, I fuck that. I, I, I dip off like I'm going to a pit stop. Fuck everyone else. Oh, it, it, we all make mistakes. We, but you, come on, man, you're gonna. And you know why he was doing that? Because he knew that old man wasn't gonna get out of that car. Absolutely, That's absolutely. You know as, what? As soon as it was a one-on-one situation, he ran like a bitch. Guarantee he's big on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> guarantee it. Perfect. Fucking Twitter tough guy, for sure. What What else you got? I have a handful of things this week. A couple Go ahead. Things we can talk about. I can wait. Um. Got to save that for next week. Here's one. Did you hear about um, the Olympics fining some of the women's sports teams? Have you heard about that? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, did you hear about the blind lesbian in a fish market? But no, go ahead. (laughs) So there's a big deal, and I'm not going to lie to you. I have watched zero Olympics because I don't care. I mean, same. I don't care. Totally same. All the bullshit that's going on with all the other stuff. You know what? Just go play. That doesn't matter anymore, so I don't care anymore. Yep. Um, What is happening is there's a lot of the women in the the different teams, the the sports teams, and we're talking like beach, beach, beach volleyball, beach handball, things like that, where the women are required to wear two piece bikinis. I know where this is going. Okay. Now, I don't have a problem watching them in the two piece bikinis. Yeah, I mean, thumbs hey, up. Not going to discourage it. But I also have a. I, I, I will say that it's extremely sexist that the women are wearing two piece bikinis while the guys are wearing shorts down to their knees and tank tops. Okay? So a couple teams, especially the Norwegian beach handball team, mm-hmm. showed up in there in shorts and they were fined. Yeah. They were fined like $1,700. Remember that documentary you watched a couple weeks? ago about that person that you said was really good that you really like the fact that she's out there trying to be a mom and a singer oh yeah yeah, yeah. who was that oh yeah i heard about this pink pink offers to pay fines for norwegian women's beach volleyball or beach handball team after they refuse to wear bikini bottoms singer peak 41 spoke out spoke out on twitter in support of the norwegian women's beach handball team saying she'd happily pay the fines the team incurred for refusing to wear the required uh, bikini bottoms and they showed a picture which i didn't print out but okay Use your imagination. Pink is offering her support to the Norwegian female beach handball team in their battle against wearing bikini bottoms during games. The 41-year-old Grammy-winning singer took to Twitter on Saturday to announce that she would be willing to pay the disciplinary fines the 10-member team incurred for refusing to wear these bottoms in competition. I'm very proud of the Norwegian female beach handball team for protesting the very sexist rules about their uniform. 
the European Handball Federation should be fine for sexism. Good on you, lady. I'll be happy to pay your, pay your, pay your fines for you. Tennis legend Billie Jean King also spoke out in support of the Norwegian team. On Twitter, King called out the sexualization of women athletes and pointed out that male handball players do not have to follow the same rules. Uh, they're facing fines for um, wearing their bikini bottoms. Uh, the bottoms are not to cover more than 10 centimeters on any side. Now, we being Americans, a lot of us don't understand how many centimeters are in an inch. Mike, why don't you look up how many centimeters are in an inch? Okay. I believe it's 10. The mi- it, it's, I think it's just a little bit more than an inch. Hey, Siri. I think there's 7.62. How many centimeters are in an inch? Seven point six two centimeters in an inch. So they have an inch and a quarter that they're allowed to cover on the sides. That's, I mean, come on, that's a little fucking ridiculous. Um, I agree. While the uh, Norwegian Handball Federation announced their support of the team, uh, the Norwegian Handball, or see the Norwegian Handball Federation announced their support of the team. They took a different position, according to a statement on July nineteenth. The Discipline Commission imposed a fine of one hundred and fifty euros per per player, which is around one hundred seventy five bucks. On the squad due to their improper clothing. Uh, you know, a little bit more blah, 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 blah. Um, that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. I it's mean, just, it, for, first of all, to say that the women have to wear those types of clothes, we, we know why they're doing that. Absolutely. We, we, we know why they're doing that. They want people to watch they TV. They want people to watch TV. Yep. Um, so there's an argument for both sides of this, but this, this, the fact of the matter is is that this is the Olympics. This is not. We're not supposed to be watching this because you're scandal. We're supposed to be watching this because of the spirit of competition, right? You are in the athletic center stage of the world. I say that whether it's a man or a woman, they should have to wear the same. The same. I mean, it's... Right? Not even necessarily that. Like, each country has their own uniform. Yeah. Now, if that sport, let's just take handball, which I'm fascinated by, by the way. I've never like seen a beach. I've never soccer. seen a. I've never seen a, hand, a beach handball game. I I, I want to watch one, but I'm kind of boycotting the Olympics, so it's, um, I got to look it up. Let, uh, let's just use volleyball for example. Men wear shorts and a tank top. Yeah, with hats and glasses and all kinds of. Okay, shit. it fit like it makes sense. Like you, it's not like baseball. You don't need a specific required uniform. Like football, you have to wear those tight pants. Yes. They have to hold your thigh pads and your knee pads in place. They also help compression for pulled muscles and stuff like that, and so people can't grab them. Yep. Jerseys, shoulder pads, et cetera. Like hockey players, their pants are baggy because it has padding. Pucks are flying at 80, 90 miles an hour. It's a pound of rubber. It you know it could break a bone if it hits you without padding. There's purposes behind those sporting uniforms. You can't tell me that in beach volleyball that there's any kind of advantage disadvantage for any kind of clothing that you wear i love playing beach volleyball when i get a chance to. Oh, it doesn't happen it. often but when i get to play i love it and i usually get done bloody and I'm diving all over the place Fuck right. like a fucking madman shorts no shirt tank top sleeveless shirt yeah that that's the best knit more pfft, good enough might mainly to have a shirt on so you don't get sunburned because you can get fried without realizing it oh, by playing hardcore. a couple hours of, of beach volleyball. You're toast. Happened to me in Cancun in high school. Mm. We were having shit. We had like a four-hour. Like you'd have thought we were on ESPN. And then a couple hours later, we are having to help each other move around to get aloe on because we, we were lobsters on the first day. I'll tell you my story when you're done. Um, but, yeah, it's to force women to wear bikini bottoms in a sport in the Olympics, it, it's – it's our, how are we still at that point? 
How is that even allowed? There's a girl How that is that got, not governed? There's a girl that got fined one of the beach volleyball teams because uh, there's two women on each team. They said her pasties were too big. So she's got to go get the smaller size pasties. To cover. And she's, she's like, but I've got big nipples. And they were, no. For fuck's it, sake. Yeah, it's, 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 it's stupid. But the athletic committees for the Olympics are also known to be some of the most corrupt motherfuckers on the planet. Oh. So it's... Uh, the, only, the only ones bigger than that are the ones that were at FIFA there for a few years. Yeah, Gary Bettman. Um, but yeah, it's it's stupid. In fact, it even caught... I mean, that's how I heard it. I heard it um, on McAfee the other day. It, it, everyone is basically saying the same thing that we are. It's, 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 it's ludicrous. It is obnoxiously insane and asinine that that's allowed to happen. If these girls want to wear shorts, wear shorts. It, it's not improving or hey, putting if, them at a disadvantage to wear other kinds of clothing. If they want to fucking wear velour jumpsuits... They should be allowed to wear velour jumpsuits because right. it's not going to change the way that they play the fucking game. There's no, there's no, there's no safety issue. Oh, I, I don't want to wear the football pads. Well, you have to wear the football pads. Why? Because they protect you. It's for okay. a purpose. Exactly. I don't want to wear the face shield on the ice. You have to wear the face shield on the ice because it's a. What are the What are the bikini bot? Nothing. They don't hey, do anything listen, for them. So if, the uniform. Like rules and stuff are being followed on Pornhub. Why can't they be followed on the Athletic Commission? Right there, it is. Right. I mean, there. stepmoms everywhere on Pornhub are wearing the, the the required uniforms. Right. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And um, I got two Florida man stories. I, I think I should save them. How about um? I have one. Oh, you do. And you may have this on your list. How about um? A couple is being sued for defamation. After writing one-star Google reviews of of a roofing company. I do not have this one. This is a couple from Washington left one-star reviews of a roofing company after a receptionist was rude to them. The couple said they were contacted by the company's owner who demanded that they take down the reviews. They're now accused of defamation and are being sued for $112,000. A couple from Vancouver, Washington is being sued for $112,000 after leaving a one-star Google review of a roofing company. Uh, Autumn Nepper and Adam Marsh each wrote a negative review of executive roof services after two phone calls with one of the company's receptionists turned sour, they told the local broadcaster. Now the roofing company has served papers accusing them of defamation and intentional interference with business expectancy, according to Newsweek. Nepper called the Office of Executive Roof Services to discover how soon the company would be able to repair a leak in the attic. The reception on the other end of the phone, however, was extremely dismissive. She refused to give me any information. She said I would have to get it from the landlord. I asked to speak with the manager, and she laughed at me. She told me I was verbally abusing her and that she was the office manager. She hung up on me. Marsh said he had a similarly bad experience with the same woman. After the negative interactions with the receptionist, a couple posted their reviews and also filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau because they hadn't received a report on the expected time of the work. Shortly after, they were contacted by the company's owner, Michael Meckham. That's Michael Meckham, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Meckham. Let me spell that for you. M-E-C-H-A-M. Michael Meckham. I'm going to find this motherfucker on Twitter. Find him. He told me that he knew where I lived. He said that he had forensics, a forensics guy and that he would gladly spend $100,000 suing me. He knew where I lived. That, my friend, hey, is a fucking threat. Be committed. Yeah. Um, she, la- she said that she later received a text demanding that she take down the review before more damages are done. Nepper said she has. She said she responded by calling the police and thought that was the end of it. 
In late June, the couple was served a lawsuit filed on behalf of Executive Roof Services. Honestly, I cried immediately. I was terrified. I can't afford a lawyer. I can't afford to pay $112,000, and I can't. I don't want to file for bankruptcy. David Bowser, an attorney representing the roofing company, told the local broadcaster that the lawsuit is centered on Neppert and Marsh's improper intent. They intentionally harmed ERS by posting one-star reviews for the purpose of getting a report they weren't entitled to. So they're not entitled to a report that tells them when they are going to have their roof fixed? Uh, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that this guy's out of his fucking mind, and we should go on another uh, pot, uh, Top 5 for Fighting podcast road trip. I mean... Because we can find out where he fucking lives. Yeah. What a fucking douchebag. And you know what the bad part is? This is very common with construction companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't do shit, and then when you call them out, then they want to sue you because they have lawyers on retainer because they're doing that shit all the fucking time. Yeah. Robert... Meckham, M-E-C-H-A-M. I have one. Go for it, brother. Thanks to uh, my buddy Ty, one of my PlayStation gaming buddies. From, from Canada, the, eh? From the great, can- the great country of Canada. That's right, Ty. I know who you are. Oh, and by the way, I still think the new Bronco looks like shit. No, that was Brock. I know. Oh, okay. I just wanted Brock to send All us right. another email. <laughs> he will. Um, this, this was sent to us in our, our PlayStation group chat and i'm just going to read the title and then you can pretty much figure this out on your own and this was dated the 26th and this made global news florida man rescued from giant floating hamster ball again again (laughs) i heard about this but i did not hear about the again part Florida authorities say they've rescued a man who washed up in a hamster wheel-style watercraft on Saturday after a failed attempt to run up the Atlantic coast for charity. Can't fault him for doing a charity thing. I just fault the decision-making. And it's not the first time it's happened. The unusual hydro bubble craft belongs to look on your face. Riza Bellucci, a 44-year-old Florida man, an athlete... Who built it so he could run across the surface of the water. Now, I'm going to describe this water bubble to you. It's a giant cylinder with floaties on each end with paddles. So it literally, like if you're in a hamster wheel that's got floaties on both ends. It's kind of like a paddle wheel for a a steamboat. It used to be. Exactly. It's just a giant steamboat wheel and the athlete is just running. And he's going to run all the way up the coast. Sure you are. Now, here's the impressive part, and I do give him full credit for this. Bellucci, athlete, set out from Miami last week en route to New York City. It's for charity, so I'm not going to shit on him too much. But he hit some complications shortly after launch and ultimately came ashore near St. Augustine, Florida. So he made it like 60 miles. <laughs> he made No, he made it up the whole goddamn coast of Florida. Oh, St. Augustine. Okay. St. Augustine. I was Fort Lauderdale. Up, up St. Augustine, to Jacksonville. So he made it uh, 250 miles. Florida man ran the coast of Florida or floated or w- what have you. Damn, didn't kill anybody? Hey, didn't he, give anybody any STDs? Not hurt anybody else? Didn't fucking steal an alligator? Wow, this guy, this guy, I mean, he might actually do some good for our state now that I hear the story. Officials say he was uninjured, but they referred to the case to the U.S. Coast Guard to ensure that the man in, in the bubble were complying with all safety regulations, blah, blah, blah. So no charges were announced. Um, I doubt they will. Charges for what? It, 
running on water illegally? No, for the Coast Guard having to rescue his ass. Oh. Um, or anything like that. Or putting yourself willfully in danger and having the, causing the Coast Guard to have to come rescue him. But um, <laughs> here's the sentence that just says it all, dude. The, the, this is... This is, I'm going to end it with this because it's fucking beautiful. Okay. Bellucci has been chasing his dream of treading on the water for nearly a decade. Though he's hit a few bumps or waves along the way. Dude just wanted to run on the water. Well, I mean, everybody who isn't Jesus just wants to run on the water. It's just, he's been chasing his dream of treading on water for nearly a decade. It's taken him 10 years to figure out how to run on the water. Got news for you, Bellucci. Unless you got holes in your hands and your feet, you ain't going to be doing it anytime soon. Fair enough. Thank you, Florida. Thank you. God bless you. I'll throw one more out. I got to find it. I really do love Florida. I I love it when it's not August. It is nonstop entertainment here. I will say that. Florida man, and this upsets me. And we'll talk about it. A Florida man who failed to inform sexual partners about his HIV positive status was sentenced to two years. A 27-year-old Florida man was reportedly sentenced to two years in prison for failing to inform his uh, partners about his HIV status. Gentry Burns of Port Orange was arrested in 2019 after his ex-girlfriend reported that he was having intercourse with women and not telling them he was HIV positive. Gentry? We're going to get to that. Gentry. Medical records indicate Burns was first diagnosed in 2014 in an investigation after his arrest revealed three women who had sex with Burns were not aware of his status, two of whom were diagnosed with the virus. Burns was charged with three counts, but two were later dismissed by prosecutors. He pleaded no contest to one count of uninformed HIV-infected sexual intercourse earlier this week, according to uh, a TV station. Mm Mm-hmm. In addition to the two-year sentence, Burns will also serve 12 months of probation. Uh, in Florida, it is against state law for a person to knowingly have an STD and not disclose that information to their partner who they are engaging in sexual interactions. The law includes the disclosure of HIV in addition to other diseases including gonorrhea, genital herpes, chlamydia, and syphilis. Okay. So let's start with everything about this that's wrong. First of all... This is pretty clear-cut, isn't it? First, yeah. For, well, yeah. First I mean, of all... This is about being a shitty human being. Oh, big time. He had just told people his name was Gentry. We wouldn't have had any issue at all because you're never getting laid with that name. Number two, you gave somebody a disease that is going to cause them to be on medicine for the rest of their life. And it's two years? Seriously? Two years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I get, yeah. I mean. What if, what if I walked up to somebody and hit them in the leg with an axe? and chopped off their leg below their knee and caused them to be in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. Permanently disfigured. What do you think I'd get for that? I mean... That's at least attempted murder, right? I, well, you just you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say it's at least attempted murder, probably, I'm guessing... 15, 20 years, assault I, with a deadly weapon, I was assault. Gonna, I was going to go 20. So, so what's the difference between what this guy just... I, because it wasn't violent? Not to sound cold... Or callous, um, not life threatening. Yes, you're right though. Stuck with it probably the rest of your life. Um, yeah, I mean, it's what is the right amount? Ten. What if five? What if this woman doesn't have really good insurance? How's she going to pay for that medicine? Oh yeah, because she ain't gonna get it for free. I'm with you. Like yeah, he's 
he what's what's going the right jail. amount? You did something. You did you willingly did something knowing that it could kill somebody. As far as I'm concerned, that's premeditated murder. First of all, she had sex with a guy named Gentry. I well, he couldn't know. Not there's no fucking way he told her his name was Gentry. Re- She's like, what's your name? He's like Bond. She does Carl Bond <laughs> require some of the blame for sleeping with a guy named Gentry. You fucking Gentry. What kind of name is that? That's like half of a country group, isn't it? I mean, it's a good last name. It's a good sports last name. Ooh. You know? Yeah, it's, it's a fucked up story. That I mean, that's, just, me off, that's man. just a shitty human being. No wonder people do shit because they don't get in trouble when they do it. Hey, man, just don't sleep with guys named Gentry. <laughs> Note to self. No Gentrys. This week in your second top five for fighting PSA. Yeah, avoid guys named Gentry. Boom. Or at least, at the very least, ask for medical records. <laughs> the very least. All right, Greg, I have a surprise. Oh, shit. What's the surprise? We got mail. Oh, shit. No, I have not read it. Oh, my Lord. So this is a... I purposely have not read it. I saw, It's all still highlighted from a good friend, listener, supporter, Brock McKee, uh, currently on our sub list for our hockey team, so I probably will get to play with him again sometime this season at awesome. some point. Um, actually emailed me to make sure it was okay to keep sending this email. I'm like, dude, send it. But he's sending in to correct me on something. Because the title is Top 5 Fact Checker. Uh-oh. So f- Brock is fact-checking me. Here Who we go. Who the fuck does he think he is, Facebook? Who the fuck do you think you are, Brock? Keep it up, Brock. It's hilarious. Here we go. I literally have not read this yet. Okay. Mike, as discussed... Here in the in- inaugural Top 5 for Fighting weekly fact checker, I will keep him busy, I promise you, because I'm the dumbest one in the room. Perfect. There will be stuff said that is totally wrong. <laughs> I pro- I will keep Brock employed for- as the fact checker. Forever. Number one, Colorado Avalanche captain is Gabriel Landeskog, not Landeskag. All right, Brock, fuck off. For, for, for one, seriously. <sighs> My bad. Mike, how could you? It was a fucking O, not an A. It was an O. I am a Detroit fan, so I will refer to that as fuck Colorado. Okay? <laughs> that That's how we refer to them. That is how anytime we're having a discussion, Joe Sackick, awesome player, legendary captain, good front office, but as always, fuck Colorado. Okay. That's how that goes in general discussion among Red Wings fans. And why is that? Because fuck Colorado. That's why. I mean, what did they do to upset you? Did they beat you? No. Someone from our side beat the living fuck out of one. Actually, we beat a lot of them up. (laughs) There was a lot of blood spilt on the ice that day. I got you. And then the cups were born. (laughs) So, as always, number one, Brock. Fuck Colorado. Thanks, D-Mac. But thank you for catching that. Yes, I mispronounced... Landis we, we both we both kind of knew we were fucking it up and didn't want to take the time to check it. I even said it. I just said let Landis Land, Land fuck Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fifty-eight year old no, number two. Fifty-eight year old Ron Francis, who retired in two thousand four, is the Seattle Kraken GM and not a player left unprotected by my Pittsburgh Penguins. Did I say Ron Francis was unprotected by the Pittsburgh Penguins? You I know Ron Francis has never played for the Penguins. You must have said something along that because a loyal listener fact-checked your ass. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Brock. The last time I remember Ron Francis, he was getting his ass stomped by the Red Wings in the playoffs. So <laughs> pardon me. Number three, and Brock's personal favorite, in, qu- in parentheses. Okay. 
In the conversation about the women with Down syndrome, you said she worked there for 16 years. That's 16 Stanley Cups. False, that's 15 Stanley Cups. Okay, Brock, go to hell. Because 16 years is 16 Stanley Cups. Hold on. False, that's 15. Back to Brock's statement. Yeah. That's 15 Stanley Cups. We didn't get a Stanley Cup in 05. Thanks a lot to Gary Bettman, you incompetent fuck. Okay, you anal retentive bastard. Dude, digging deep. I mean, first of all, Brock. Hey. First of all. Hey, okay. I, yes. I mean. Good work. Straight up said. I will give Brock full credit for remembering wrong. the dread, dreaded year of Gary Bettman. However, I was speaking in general time terms. All right, I'm going to tell you what. I see it. I see it brewing right now. Hey, I see it brewing, and we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to talk about AEW. But right now, Brock, I invite you to the to the podcast room for a fucking cage match. <laughs> I think we, we should <laughs> fucking pen. <laughs> That's awesome. I fully applaud Brock for catching all this stuff, and I will also say, fuck Colorado, and you anal retentive bastard. You know what I meant. Fucking great. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Can't wait to see what he finds for next week. (laughs) Nothing. So far today has been perfection. (laughs) Let's see it. Mayday. Mayday. Can anyone hear me? We found something. We found something in the ice. Would you stop screwing around? This makeshift transmitter has a pretty weak signal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Okay, hi. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming of the Dead City Drive-In. And unfortunately, if you're hearing this, then we're already dead. Okay, now you're just being melodramatic. Look, if you're hearing this, then it's probably because we're interrupting your podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, but we wouldn't do that without a good reason. Those delightful singing voices you're hearing belong to a ravenous horde of mutants and madmen right outside our projection room door. You see, we've been tasked by our bosses, the drive-in gods, to program specially themed double bills for the increasingly restless dead city denizens. And when we say specially themed, what we mean is killer robots, satanic terror, Uh, yeah, hideous freaks, creepy crawlies, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. hysteria. You see, there is no bottom to the depths of psychotronic cinema. Any old chud could pick a random double bill. Yeah, but do you really want to watch Chopping Mall back-to-back with Ghost Dad? Or a double whammy of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Bicentennial Man? Oh, yeah, I do! Oh, shut up, zombie Robin Williams, you fucking liar! At Dead City Drive-In, we choose a theme. Then we and our special guest each pick what we think is the best representation of that theme. But there's only room for two movies, so we're talking genre flick deathmatch here. Three movies enter the ring, but only two can make it on the slime-splattered screen of the Dead City Drive. Put it this way, it's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it. (laughs) Chris, that's the lyrics of that song from Police Academy 2. Damn it, we're about to lose the transmission. Dead City Drive-In is available everywhere your favorite podcasts lurk. The doors are open and admission is free. It's a show filled to the brim with monsters, mayhem, blood, guts, and... Uh, dispatch. <laughs> Some more paramedics. <laughs> Remember, if the cars are rocking, it doesn't mean somebody's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. And here at the... Under 17, not admitted without parent. If the car's rocking, that doesn't mean somebody's dying. They're probably fucking. It's good words to live That's by. That's my favorite line in that whole promo. 
that is if you guys like horror movies and and people who know more shit than we do listen to those guys dead city driving and they got a new season that they're releasing now uh every couple weeks or so so check them out they're really good yeah good guys too hope to have them back in here soon yes that would be awesome all right so that break was eventful and got a lot done it was it did yeah sounded good we worked hard we i'm tired i'm fucking tired my shoulders um okay so i have one more thing We'll talk about it before we get to your sack. All right. Have you seen what the SEC is doing? Yes. Now, ask me if I think it'll happen. Do you think it'll happen? No chance. I think it will happen eventually. It's just going to be which teams happen. it happens with. Oh, you mean, okay. F- fair enough. Now, you think that you don't think they're going to get the two, Texas and no. who? Oklahoma. I don't think they will either. Not going to happen. Do you know who the other teams that they're going after are? Um... No, because all I've heard so far is Texas, Oklahoma. Could you picture a Big Ten that doesn't include Michigan and Ohio State? Not going to happen. Never going to happen. I don't think it will either. Zero chance. But. Zero chance. Well, there's never zero chance. Oh, I think there's a zero chance that Michigan and Ohio State are leaving the Big Ten. Never going to happen. If there's enough money. I'll take that to my fucking grave. It's not going to happen. If there's enough money. There's always enough money. The everyone likes to think that the SEC is you know like the if again the old reference Thurston Howell the third with all the money on the island the Big Ten is not broke the Big oh, Ten no, makes it's not. a it's not. shit ton of money as well just real quick it's two paragraphs right I don't know how much credence I put in this right. but great discussion though typically where there's some smoke there's some fire. Could you picture a Big Ten that doesn't include Michigan and Ohio State? That is apparently a possibility, if you believe this latest rumor on conference realignment. Jack McGuire, who writes for Barstool Sports and is a producer on the popular Unnecessary Roughness College Football Podcast, has reported that the Southeast Conference is in serious contact with Michigan and Ohio State about joining the league. He added that he is unaware of whether or not this could actually happen, but that there is at least interest from the SEC to poach two of the Big Ten's biggest programs. You'd probably have more legal issues than you would money issues. McGuire's tweet above was met with plenty of skepticism, including from myself, but right now it seems like anything and everything is possible in conference realignment. I couldn't imagine the Big Ten letting both the Buckeyes and Wolverines leave the league, but you never know, and this will be something to potentially monitor in the coming weeks. So normally when they say serious contact, there's been inquiry. Do I think it'll happen? Hey, can I role play again? You can role play. Okay. Hey, uh, Jim Delaney. Yeah, it's the SEC. Hey, uh, we're going to take Michigan and Ohio State. Um, ho- ho- hello? Hello? What? Hello? That's how that went. I mean, I feel the same way. That's the source of your article right there. I feel the same way. I don't I don't like this whole, the SEC wants a 20-team uh, conference. It's, it's not good for football. It, it's not. Well, what's not good for football has already happened. Uh, okay. Yeah, those days, I mean, we may as well, we can just get and, right into that as well. And we had a discussion a couple years ago about should college football players be paid? Mm-hmm. And we both agreed no. We also both agreed that if they had something like a YouTube channel or something like that, that they should not be ineligible from playing college football because they had a job where they were making money. I will say this. I will say that if a college football player is a starting quarterback at Nebraska and he can go to a convention on a saturday and he can sign jerseys for 50 bucks a piece i have zero problem with that none um if he can get a a commercial endorsement within reason i don't have a problem with that here's Um, a good example not to cut you off there's that um 
Okay, Brock, get your fucking pencil ready. I think she's a 13-year-old girl from Japan or somewhere over there that just won a gold medal. <laughs> somewhere in, over there. In skateboarding. Oh, uh, she's a 12-year-old, yeah. 12-year-old? Yeah. yeah. Let's go, Brock. Uh, I think she was 13 or 12, whatever. That 13 or 12-year-old, you don't think that little girl is going to get some exposure and possibly is eligible to get some endorsement money? Oh, for sure. For her face to get plastered all over God knows whatever kind of products over there? Yep. Uh, because she's a gold... And she should. Gold medal winner at that age. I don't care if it isn't skateboarding, which is incredibly athletic. What's the difference between that and... I'll just use an example. The quarterback at Michigan, J.J. Uh, McCarthy, who is brand new to Michigan who is going to make money now from jerseys that have his name on it. Where's the problem? I don't have a problem with that. What we have, what I have always said is the university should not be doling out contracts for players to play football. And here's the problem that was the slippery slope that we talked about. The university cannot deal out contracts. Right. The university cannot pay the players money. As well, They are with scholarships. That, that's correct. Education. That's correct. But what has been happened? What has happened now is the Supreme Court and Congress, in their wisdom, and I'll, I'll I'll bash more on Congress than I will on the Supreme Court, has said that they deserve to be able to make whatever money they can make. So here's one example: the quarterback for Ole Miss, who is um, one of the front runners to be one of the top quarterbacks in the country this year, mm -hmm. has now said that he'll come to conventions and do stuff, but his his fee is ten thousand dollars an hour. What are you, you the fucking president? Are you are you Bill Clinton? Hey, but other side of that, if people are going to pay it, true. But this is the problem. This was the big one. I'll never fault the player for getting the money that they get. One hundred percent agree. And no. if he can get somebody to pay him ten thousand exactly. dollars an hour to go to a conference, that's fine. Hey, good because, on you. Because he is one of the top players in the country. I'm Correct. good with that. Yep. But here's the one that is going to make this the whole, it's going to throw NCAA athletics off the rails. There's a gentleman in Miami who is a Miami graduate, University of Miami Hurricane graduate, who owns the largest chain of martial arts dojos in the Southeast. Cobra Kai? It's not Cobra Kai. It's not that big. Um, <laughs> he didn't strike fast enough. He didn't strike fast enough. But he's got like Show thousands mercy. of these dojos. Right. He has now said any player that comes to the University of Miami will get a minimum of $10,000 a year from him. Because he will give them options to do commercials or pay them money or whatnot. So, so the college isn't paying the player, but an alumni is. Just like anything in the world, or should I say the United States, when it comes to legal stuff like that, there's always going to be loopholes that someone is going to find. And the college isn't paying shit. But now we got boosters giving guys cars. We got them giving guys houses. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And again, I don't have a problem with people making money, but right. this is now going to skew. Oh, absolutely. This is, go this is going to skew. So you will see the same teams win every year, and it will not be about which team had the ability to get the best athletes or talk to the best athletes or convince them to have the best system. It will literally be the New York Yankees running college football teams because it's going to be who has the most money. And you know who has the most money? Alabama. Florida, Florida State, USC. Power five. What is to stop Nike 
from being right next to University of Oregon saying, not only am I going to give you a new pair of cleats every week, um, I'm going to give you a new pair of cleats with crispy, crunchy $100 bills in them. I'll have to ask Brock, but I think Nike is on the goddamn campus of the University of Oregon. Makes I'll have to ask Brock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a real problem with it. And what's going to happen with these monster conferences? I, yeah, you're right. And I see where you're going. Yeah. And it, it's it's going to ruin it. it. It's going to ruin it. And the bad part is, is that football is what pays for all the other sports, with the exception of basketball. Right. Football pays for all the other sports. Correct. So you're not going to be able to be a baseball player and go to college anymore and 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 get a college scholarship because they're not going to be able to pay for you to go to school anymore. It's it's going to it's going to crush it. You're going to have to be, become a minor league baseball player at the age of 18. Yeah, that's I mean that is kind of the doomsday scenario. I I do think they'll find ways to tweak and fix it along the way because the last thing any of us want is for college football to be ruined. Now, to go back to what you said at the very beginning, our glory days of the college football are gone and dead. over shot over they take right back behind the barn shot in the head and buried six feet under the days of Boise State going to the Fiesta Bowl and beating Oklahoma those are days over are, those days are gone the days of any team that's not at the top of the power five conferences are over no not necessarily because when the playoffs expand to 12 now um and I forget who I was listening to it could uh, I can't remember who was talking what, about What it. I'm saying is is they won't be able to compete with the Power 5 teams that are in the playoffs. They're going to get to the playoffs because they're going to be eligible, but it's going to be literally like watching the first round of the NFL playoffs. Yeah, it's... San Francisco it, beats Tampa, you know, 806-4. to four. But hey, made the playoffs. What's going to happen is what has already happened when it does expand to 12, and it is going to expand to 12. As it should. Um, at least eight. Uh, I'm good with 12. I thought eight was the sweet spot. Eight is the sweet spot. If 12 opens it up and gives Michigan a chance to make the playoffs, I'm all for it. But I'll tell you this. Go ahead. Go ahead, and then I'll finish. What I was going to say off. is our fondest memories of college football was our bowl game. Growing up a Michigan fan, still a diehard Michigan fan, was always beat Ohio State, go to the Rose Bowl. That was... That the national championship was mythical because it was always because it's just they're just so going to favor the couple teams that want they want to be the national championships based on great whatever. The I remember having friends over every single year on New Year's Day for the bowl game, whether it was the Rose Bowl, there was probably 15 of us. We were out in the snow at halftime playing football, not only for the beating Rose the Bowl, shit out of each for other, the 18 other bowl no. games that were on. That's what, what I'm saying is, yeah. the, no, we had a, I had a massive party for Michigan's bowl game every year, which was always on New Year's Day. They were always playing in a big bowl, whatever. But that was the celebration, like, hey, they're playing in the Rose Bowl. Oh, Brock has to fact check you. Yeah. That one year that they played BYU in the Holiday Bowl. Correct. And the year that they beat Alabama off of a missed extra point. Go ahead and fact check that, Brock. But, but do, you re- do you remember why they played ho- uh, Alabama or BYU in the Holiday Bowl? No. Because BYU was the number one ranked team in the country, and uh, Michigan was the highest ranked team that they could get to play them yeah, because they didn't make the Rose Bowl because they lost out to the Rose Bowl that year, but they were still like a number five team. Right. It's, Go um, ahead. I, I was just being a – no, was, I was just trying to be funny, and I fucking failed. I no, you, you are correct. Hey, you know what? I applaud – I don't play anymore. I applaud you for knowing that because that's some deep shit. Um, which I tend to stay in quite quite often. Anyway, the <laughs> what we remember as college football growing up is dead and buried. It is it's gone. It's it's over now. What college football is, I it's this far away from being, is a s- smaller NFL. It's minor league baseball. It's make it to the playoffs now. It's minor league baseball Before, or minor league football. Hey, 
we finished top 10. That's a huge recruiting tool. Hey, we were, top, we were number seven last year. That's awesome. Won our bowl game. Beat West Virginia in the, in the Orange Bowl or whatever it may be. Now it's going to be... We have 12 Brinks trucks. Make it to the playoffs. We have 12 Brinks trucks, yep. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Like You just have to accept that those days are gone. Now the big picture is the national championship or, in a lot of these schools' cases, hey, we made it to the playoff. Because, yeah, there's 12 teams now. There's still over 100 player or teams in the in the NCAA Division 119 One. 119, the last I checked in Division One. Check it, Brock. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of teams in Division One. That's a shirt that we're making. To check, make it, check it, Brock. We're making the shirt to make it into the top 12. Um, is still a massive feat, and it's awesome. It is. But like you said, it, it is, it is going to be heavily it, skewed and it, weighed toward the Power Five. But it's going to be bought. You know, everybody talks about how great the New York Yankees were as an organization for how long. That's right. They were. Um, until there were some rules put in place that limited the fact that they could just, oh, Babe Ruth? Oh, you don't want to be a Red Sox anymore? How much do you want? Yeah, we can fucking pay that. Oh, Joe DiMaggio? That's why they've won 29 World Series or whatever it My is. My guess is. they paid for it. At first, right now, it looks... Like you said, it is kind of a doomsday scenario for the smaller colleges. Thankfully, we are fans of massive schools, which are are at a big advantage. Michigan can write a heavy check. Michigan is still one of the richest schools in the country. Okay, it's Florida State, massive. All these Division One big power conference teams are at a distinct advantage. However, I do think, given a year or two down the road. Some sort of competition committee is going to get formed, and there will be some sort of leveling in place as far as rules or restrictions or whatever. You can that only can be make done. so much from boosters Correct. or things like that, and that's that. I'm okay with because I'm sorry. There's no college player that's getting a free education that needs to be making ten thousand dollars an hour. I well, mean, I'll do you one better. If you can good for him, but not because you're there playing football. This but, came out the other day, and I should have wrote down the information for Brock. <laughs> but the quarterback for Alabama is already close to a million-dollar income off of jerseys. Mm -hmm. And just being the quarterback at Alabama, dude hasn't even seen the field yet. But... Million dollars. You just hope that the NCAA will make adjustments on the way to look out for the the other schools and put something in place to make this fair for everybody. To To be fair and be honest, the Supreme Court said that they were allowed to get paid. They did not set a limit. Correct. So the NCAA can say, yeah, if you make more than this. But it's still, to put it on a smaller scale, the NCAA is still its own business and can implement their own rules. That and if correct. you don't like it, don't play. Yeah, so I agree. I, I do think and hope that they will figure it out. Things will be adjusted, and it will all work out. I was going to say Michigan about— Michigan makes the playoffs some year. I was going to say about the playoffs, you know, one of the reasons that they've always— said no playoffs is because it's just too many games for these semi-pro athletes. Kiss my right? ass. But yet, you play more games as a high school player than you do as a college player. Right. Right? Because, I mean, like I know for a fact that if, uh, well, there's uh, 11 games in a season, and if you're going to go to the championship round, you're playing three rounds. So there's 14 games. Yep. So you can't play. So now that you're making all that money, I don't want to hear him bitching about 12 games. Yeah, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't ever want to listen to a football player tell me that they play too many games. Because in college, like you said, it's a 12-game schedule. So let's, again, just use Michigan for an example. 12-game season, Nash, or, uh, Big Ten championship game is yep. 13. Then you go to your bowl game, which let's just say is the first round of the playoffs. There's 14 games. Mm-hmm. 
and there's going to be another game or two in there, depending on how long the playoffs go. I think the round of 12 is three weeks. Okay, right? so, so there's a... Four weeks, three weeks? Possibility of what, 16 or 17 games? Four weeks. Four if, weeks. If you're lucky. Yeah. If, if you make lucky. it that way. Uh, it could be it can be reduced by not having first round buys. So the NFL used to send twelve teams to the playoffs, correct? With two teams getting a buy in the first round, and it was four weeks long. I wouldn't be opposed to the top whatever seeds getting a buy. Excuse me, because we don't need Alabama playing you know Podunk State University more than more than five times a year anyway. Hey, bring in Citadel in November. Might as well. Might as well. Oh, we got a big game next week. We better tune up with Citadel. It's a fucking joke. I would also like to say that all the people that blow SEC, the SEC on a regular basis, I have no problem acknowledging that the top end of the SEC are some of the best football teams in the country. 100%. LSU, uh, Florida, Alabama, uh, Georgia. You know, every now and then you can throw in you can throw in Arkansas, you can throw in Vanderbilt, but the bottom end of that conference is also the worst bottom end of a conference in the country. Rutgers. Maryland, well, that's getting that's, better. That's the Big Ten. No, I'm just using that yeah. as as a comparison. Yeah, like it's the bottom is the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt for a reason. Um, Mississippi. They may as well put the Citadel Mississippi in the State, SEC. They might as well. All right, um, dude, let's roll right into. I'm caught up 100 percent on AEW. It's magical, guys, <laughs> girls, I, hopefully kids, farmers of all ages, tax. Fucking Tax attorneys, farmers, everybody. If you're not watching AEW, I don't care if you don't like wrestling. The shit these guys is doing, yes, it's a car you crash, can tell man. that there are times when you're like, okay, I get it. He missed that move, you know, blah blah blah. But you know what? We watch hockey players fall down all the time too. Yeah, and I can tell you this: Sonny Crockett never really shot anybody. He never did. So that is what I wanted to say. I was having a conversation with a guy we were working a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and. I was describing, because Jacob and Vinny went to the, the pay-per-view with us, right. and they, that's the only time they've ever watched wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I was describing the coffin match between Darby and... Um, Ethan Page. Ethan Page. I, I never remember his name. But ego. I, the, the ego. Yeah, the, uh, the men of the year. All ego. All ego. <laughs> Ethan Page. And there's a spot in this, in this match, guys, where Ethan Page takes Darby Allen, and like I told you, I, I researched it. Darby Allen in old... Norse means bones of marshmallow. Fact check it, Brock. He picks him up off the top rope and suflexes him onto, in the ring, the metal steps. Those are metal okay. steps. Now, there are times when you see the head plop down and you see the hands hit and you're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sure. There was no bracing between his back and those steps. And those steps, you saw them. They caved in. The fact that they showed it in slow mo, yes, and you see the metal bend, just literally give. I'm I I this I cringed. Should be dead. I cringed. The shit that they're pulling off. So I'm talking. I'm talking to Jacob and Vinny about it, and they're like, "Wow, that sounds pretty crazy." And this guy, the customer, he's like, "Wrestling's stupid." Sure. I was like, "Well, I, I mean, okay, I, I I get it." All right. So I'm not I'm not trying to convince you. I said I enjoy watching it. Um, I didn't for a long time. I like the AEW. It's better. He goes, oh, "It's just fucking fake." And I said, "Well, let, let let's." Let's back up a second. Right, I said buddy. it's not. I said it's not fake. It's scripted, and I acknowledge that. Big and, difference. And yeah, they're not beating the shit out of each other for real. But I enjoy watching it. Well, yeah, he made some stupid ass comment. I just sure. fucking let it go because I'm at work. What I can don't, you do? I don't own the customer anymore. I don't own the company anymore, so I right. can get fired, like I did it almost did a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> so about 25, 30 minutes later, I intentionally steer the conversation towards movies with mm-hmm. Jacob and Vinny. 
and Jacob saying this and Vinny saying that, and the guy chimed in and I said, "Dude, what's what's your favorite movie?" And he goes, "Dude, I love the Fast and the Furious movies." I looked him dead in his eyes and I went, "Fake." Oh my God! I said, "Fake." Are you kidding me? You don't think that Dominic do Toretto you, lives his life one quarter mile? Do you at a think time? that I can make that shit up? Literally looked the dude to face and said, "Fake." And he realized what I did, and he's like, "Okay, I see what you did there." I said, "You know what? I can't stand the Fast and Furious movies." I said, mm-hmm. "I can't stand them so much. I haven't even watched any of them except the right. first one." I said, "But you know what? When my buddy says he went and saw Fast and Furious Nine, you know what I say to him? How was it? I loved it. Cool. Good for you. Done." I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's a fucking dumbass because he watches a movie that's just off the rails. Differences. It was all real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I looked it up. The bolts they were holding the engine onto that Fiero with were fire tested. They were fire grade. So we're good. We're good to go. Dude, that Fiero totally could have made it to the space station. Just give this a chance. Even fast forward through the matches that you don't like. It's okay. Because you know what? Some of the women's matches, not because they're women. It's just... Not Statlander. No. S- slow-mo that. Every time she has to bend over to do something, my day gets just a little bit better. Take Conti. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? I don't care for the bunny. It, it, that, it's just, that's just her character. It, yeah, it's just her the way her facial expressions when that kind of drive me crazy. If you ever start watching BTE, the, their YouTube show that she does, she's hilarious. I'm sure she is. She's freaking hilarious. And, and you know what? Um, there's a couple of characters that I don't really care for, but there's a couple of characters that I really like. Like yeah. I'm growing. I, I, I'm to the point that I love Pac. I love him. He's I want, a legend. I want Brian Cage to be like, I want him to be the next heavyweight champion. I want him to I, break Omega in half just because I thought he was so cool before, but it's hard to root, it's hard for me to root for the bad guy. The, the shit that they are doing on this show, guys, is it's, it's nuts. It's my, absolutely nuts. My dream nuts. matchup right now, Brian Cage, Cage and Miro. Oh, you talk about Holy two. Holy shit. You talk about two freight trains heading toward each other on a mountain. Oh, that's like a 67 Dodge Charger and a 68 Oldsmobile doing 100 miles an hour Let's at go. each other in the wrong run. <laughs> it's at, no, it's two monster trucks going at each other. Oh, my God. That's incre- that would that be would incredible. Be an, that, that would be an amazing match. But see, Miro's not really a heel. Oh, full-blown. Really? You, oh, really, you one, think so? 100%. I don't catch it that way. It's just hard to be that way because fans finally love it because they've been wanting him to be this way for a long time. Okay. Yeah, oh, he's a full-blown heel. One of the things that I really like about the AEW the most, I've said this to you before, I don't think I've said it on the on the cat podcast here, is when we used to watch WWE when mm-hmm. I was younger, there was defined bad guy, good guy. 100%. And AEW does a great job of having a bunch of people that walk that line that are not necessarily bad guys or good guys, they just got beef. You know right. what I mean? Like, the family, yeah, they're fucking bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um Who's there's a no, there's another uh, Taz, bad they're, guys. They're bad guys, um, and there's there's one more. There's there's one more that is to me is and I'm I can't remember that. What do you mean, good or bad or not? Bad, not sure. Bad guy. The pinnacle. Pinnacle. There it is. The bad king guys. dingling. Yeah, but even inner circle, they're not good guys. They're good now. Yeah. Well, absolutely. they are. Yeah, but uh, they they but but you know Before, what I mean. Before they oh, were but, supposed to be, but everyone cheered them because they were so fucking cool. Right. But they're not like. They're so, not out there fighting for good. They're it's just like back in the day, fighting pinnacle DX. Back in the day, yes, they want. They were supposed to be bad guys. How are you going to cheer the funniest shit that they were doing? I, I understand. You, you, it's it, who started that whole thing was Stone Cold. He started off a villain, but then was like, "Hey, everyone can relate to a guy that just wants to knock his boss out." I mean, I can't now, thank God, but but for, we but for, we can for many years. Yeah, 
it was like, yeah, I can relate to that. Tell want to tell your ba- your boss to kick rocks and punch him in the mouth. But yeah, AEW has defined good guys and bad guys, which is, I mean, is one of the. But they're not all good pillars guys of wrestling. Guys. You have to have good and bad. There's some weeks where you're like, man, I can't believe he's doing that, and then you're like, man, I hope he kicks his that. You know what I mean? The same the same right. guy like Pac went from being a heel and going uh, after this and that yep. to go into oh man now I want him to win you know what Fucking I mean like did. now that Il Dordo is there it's just I, I I can't say it enough and you know what you're you're looking at a guy who two years ago would have told you to fuck off if you asked me to watch wrestling true story you you would have uh, true my, story my, do you watch wrestling I'm like I'm not gonna watch that man but now look at him well, now it, look at him it kids. just takes sometimes you don't grow up till you're fifty <laughs> all it took was one road trip <laughs> that's not true I was watching I was I was watching I'll, it well before I just well, didn't have the time you all it takes is giving it a chance. I agree, and because we grew up wrestling fans, true. You, you're, you'll never lose that. Like, like you've said, it's just. I mean, if you watch it, you know, and if you don't, you you don't. Who beats Kenny Omega and when? Kenny uh, Hangman Page. You think Hangman takes it? He had the very first championship match against Jericho. I hope he beats. I I would love to see Hangman beat. Fans him. have been wanting it since the the day that AEW started. Because it's got to happen. Because it's been coming so close. But lately, it was the right? right move to not have him do it. Because now look at it. It's been two years, and like fans are like, "Oh my god!" And what a perfect. They used to be tag champs together. Yep. They want to give. They want to give Dark Order the belt. And uh, what's it all back to? Story. Yep. It's and just it's a good. great story, it's and good. it's good. And you're rooting for that guy. The chase, the chase is more exciting than when they, the guy you want to win finally wins. Fair. That chase leading up to it is awesome. I agree. So much fun. All right, so just catch it, dude. Last, last one. Moxley and Archer in a Texas death match, <sighs> and fucking Archer drops Moxley on two chairs with their backs together. You're right. How is he not paralyzed? Fake. Right, mm. like when I saw that, I literally like cringed and was like, "Oh my god!" Like that I, was that supposed to happen? I cringed more at that than in the the than in the tag team match between uh, Peno. God, I always fuck Penta. his name up. Penta, El, yeah, and and Kingston versus the Bucks. The mouthful with, attacks with the mouthful attacks, which you know. And then he super kicked him in the mouth. Yeah, but Whoa. when they body slammed each other on those attacks, because there's there's no there's no way you can prepare for how many of those are gonna nope. stick you in the back. It just not to fun. mention the aftermath of rolling around, getting up on a knee, or just they're they're spread out like they're there. Every time you look at them, they're trying to pick one out of their thigh or something. Dude, when I kneel down and I catch a screw on the ground. I I I punch walls. There's uh, just for for funsies. Sometimes I punch balls. There's a behind the scenes video after Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker had their bloody it. ass match. I watched it. She's laying on the training table and they're literally picking the tacks out of the back of her legs and her back. And he's like, "No, hold on, I got another one." And they're, I mean, it's that shit ain't fake. Like they're literally taking those tacks. Oh, it's fake. It's just ask I, it's just ask that fast for furious. Guy. All just to make us entertained. It's it's crazy. It couldn't have worked out any better that his favorite movie ever was Fast and the Furious. That's I mean, Crown if, Jewel right there. Where, where would I have been if he'd have said Casablanca? I'd have been like, fake. I still would have said fake. <laughs> she was a bitch. Scripted, yo. Scripted. Scripted. Exactly. All right. It's a lot of fun. I agree. How about your sack, son? Oh, it's full. I need to get all of this shit out of my sack right away. Mm. It's building up. <clears throat> to quote our friend Richard. <clears throat> <laughs> all right. I've got a couple of games. Um, a new game. Not not a new game. It's a game that was on sale pretty decently that 
my friend Ty had been telling me about for a long time. It's a good multiplayer game. He's like, he's currently away. So we got to get it. We can play this together. It's, it's a ball. It's a blast. It's called Outriders. So I just happened to check it, and it definitely was on sale pretty cheap. So I downloaded it and started playing it yesterday. Holy shit. This game is a blast, and I can see where being a multiplayer game is a riot. What kind of game is it? It's a it's a role-playing shooter. Like You, you have a character. Kind of like Borderlands? You level up and shit. I'll like tell that. you what, it's like Borderlands minus all the crazy animation. Okay. More realistic, like graphics wise. Um, takes place on another planet. There's like your your dude. You can pick one of four classes. Um, I don't remember all the names. I pick the one that's called Devastator, which is up close combat. Which I ain't got time to bleed. You can punch the ground and like rocks will come up and just fuck people up really bad. Um, there's another ability that you can have because you know those abilities regenerate and then right. you have to wait for them to come back. Your special powers, yeah. You hit L1 and right one and your whole body just gets covered with boulder. So you're like the thing from yeah. Fantastic Four briefly to like reduce punishment and take. Um, there's one guy that can stop time and just fucking slice people in half. Um, the, it, the Watch the trailer for it and it's, uh, I don't know if it's crossplay or not. We're going to find out. But it's called Outriders, and it is incredible. Perfect. Can't recommend that one enough. All right, Outriders. Uh, going back to another game, which I saw news for, that they are finally remaking. Now, I had this game for PS4 back when I first got my PS4. I believe it's PS4. You have to check that for me, Brock. It's called uh, Dead Space. I have heard of that Did you one. ever hear of this game? I have heard of it. The premise of this game is you are on a spaceship... Um, it's a mining colony. Yes. And you're by yourself. And all you have is like the mining suit that they wear, the mining tools, which just happen to be like plasma guns and blast through rock, obviously, and stuff. But obviously, they're going to blast through aliens and stuff. It is a true horror game set in space. Yes, I I remember that game. That's why I avoided it. That, that game was like a jump scare a minute. Like, it was very creepy. It was very dark. You're by yourself. Uh, they're, they're remaking this game, and I could not be happy happier on this because Sweet. on the next gen console it's going to be incredible i bet it will Whew. um last part of the games well no i got two more things one is the battlefield 2042 portal trailer which we had talked about on the patreon at at length so if you're a patreon member you already got the the lowdown on that if you're a battlefield fan you already know that there's no sense in going over it more and more but um Basically, in a nutshell, Portal means you can set up your own match with your own rules. Go watch the trailer. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. One question I wanted to ask you about that. Shoot. Basically, what you were saying was the Portal lets you set up your own game, which you can use basically all the characters and, and weapons from all the board, Battlefield games. All the eras, yeah. And you can set up, like you know, you, you could like you said, you can have uh, only German soldiers with knives if they wanted. Yep. Um, how many people do you have to have for that Portal? Can you make it just... Your group, is there passwords or is it you set it up and then people join and leave as they want? Don't know yet. Okay, I'm sure all of that stuff will get revealed because as... that is how you do how we do our Patreon. Game. Oh, absolutely, we can set up our own server with people again. But here's here's the kicker: everyone's got to be on the same type of console, which means everyone that gets in is going to have to be on either a PS5 or the brand new Xbox. Because so the portal is not crossplay. The put everything crossplay on Battlefield 2042 is going to be next gen to next gen console. Correct. PC players, sorry, your cheating asses are left out. Um, but the 
previous gener like PS4 and the compatible Xbox can still play together, but they'll only be limited to 64 players. Next gen will be bumped up to 128 players. Gotcha. Which is massive. That's a lot of fucking people to kill me. And the maps are <laughs> huge. Um, so Battlefield 2042 Portal, check it out. That's cool. The trailer's very cool. The trailer was very cool. Very it's, neat. They do a very good job over there at DICE. Uh, the last thing I have is there's been... <laughs> GameRant.com is a good website to go to for a lot of video game news. It is. Um, just info... They have a lot of bullshit on there, too, but they do give pretty good updates as far as what's going on. And one of the ones that caught my eye this week was players that... They, Red Dead Redemption 2, still massive. Uh, still, ha, it, just, it just had a big update recently. Um, Brock will tell us which date that came out. A lot of players that are playing it online are reporting seeing... This guy's going to stop listening to it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just, I'm just going to feed him so he can give us longer emails. That's all. All right. He's got a good sense of humor. He fits right in. Fuck Colorado. A lot of players that are playing multiplayer online for Red Dead Redemption 2 now are spotting ghost horses. Now, I'll remind you, we're only three months away from Halloween. Oh, nice. And Red Dead is known for Undead Nightmare, which came out on the first version years and years That's ago. That's where you fight the zombies? Where you fight, yeah, and they do a really good job of starting to drop in stuff. Cool enough. Hints. Whether it's hints that they have another version, because fans have been screaming for an Undead Nightmare 2. They haven't done it yet, but seeing ghosty horses. Yeah, I mean, that few, might... A few months out from Halloween. I mean, that they, might do it. they start dropping little hints and putting in little stuff like that throughout the game. That, that game is amazing as well. It looks amazing on PS5. Now on to the TV shit. I watched all five episodes of the brand new He-Man cartoon. Okay. There's a lot of stuff online of people review bombing He-Man because the lack of He-Man. Now, mind you, there's only five episodes and they're 25 minutes each. They are justified, but the second season is already almost done. It is fantastic. Like, it is, it holds up. They, Kevin Smith throws in so many characters that you're like, oh, shit, Lockjaw? Trapjaw, I think his name was Lockjaw or Trapjaw or something like that. He had the, I think it's Trapjaw. He had the Trapjaw, I think you're right. He had the purple metal mouth. Mm -hmm. um, Beastman. Um, trying to think. Merman is in it. He, he makes an appearance. Like, there's so many of them. Man-at-Arms is just a badass, of course. Well, he, here's what's happening. The story uh, is fantastic. Yes. Well, it got a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. It is definitely worth watching, and it's just like watching a movie. Five episodes of 20-some minutes. That's the critics. Uh, I think the user score is like a 26 or something. It, it, it's getting shit on horribly. I can tell you why. Go. Okay, so I've read a lot about this because I liked He-Man when I was a kid. Oh, right? Who all did, of us right? good guys did. Um, but like you said, you watched the old He-Man a couple weeks ago, and you sent me a picture, and you're like, it does, it does not hold up. It's rough. It's, it's just like... It was rough. We should probably go save Billy because Billy is, you know, just, it's you're like, wow, okay. But so when we were kids, that was great. It was great. So Kevin Smith, what he has done is, and I have not watched any of them yet because mm -hmm. I'm trying to catch up on the other stuff, and we'll get to sure. that in a second. Apparently, Leela is mostly the main, she's the main character. Tila, yep. Tila, Tila. Sarah Michelle Geller. And people are pissed off because he went all PC and woke, air quotes there. 
The fact of the matter is, guys, is that he followed the comic books. On the surface, which is all of these Twitter trash mouths mm-hmm. are looking at is just on the surface. Yeah. Watch the five episodes. It's it works perfectly. They are pissed off because it's not He Man in every scene. But if you look at the name of the show, it's Masters of the Universe. He it's is not everybody. It's not He Man. Correct. Um I'm gonna give it a whirl just because Oh, you need to. You just need because to. Uh, I think that in today's society I get really fucking tired of hearing about how it's a piece of shit, it's a piece of shit. Just like we just said. If you don't like it, then don't fucking watch it. Yeah. I don't I don't need I don't need your twenty minute rant on Twitter or Facebook about how it's fucked up because they let a woman be the lead character. I remember Tila being all over the, the, the cartoon out there. Oh yeah. So And it's Buffy. Yeah, I I know. So I mean, fuck off, right? If you don't like it, just say hey, I didn't care for it. Or at the word at watch it and then make your decision. Well, there's a lot of people that are saying I watched all five episodes and you know He Man wasn't in it enough and this and that. And, and I'm you thinking, know what? And I'm thinking they're right. They're 100 percent right for the most part. He's in it, obviously. Yeah. But the story that happens, and I'm not going to spoil it for you because it's very good. I'm watching this purposely, and I knew all this going in. But I loved He-Man growing up. Yeah, me too. I loved it growing up. I, I had the did. toys. I've freaking played never, with Cringer and the Battle Cat all the time. I never got any of the toys. My parents I had, did not buy me any action figures. I had Castle Grayskull. Uh, it was awesome. I'll bet everybody wanted to hang out of your house. My favorite my favorite action figure I had? Skeletor. Hell yeah. Fuck it. How can you not? Skeletor was, was my favorite villain. He is awesome. And is. again, Mark not Hamill. in it very much. Mark Hamill. But with the story... I'll tell you what, the finale. Oh. Okay. Mark it down. It's it, I'm telling you, worth a watch. Okay. I can't wait for season two. I was hoping the season would have been a little longer, but if we got a, I would have rather them waited another six months, eight months, and, and give gave us twelve episodes. Because when it ended, I'm like, Are you kidding me? That that's where they end this? Some bitch. Used to be fat bastard. Now you now you're gonna come back though. Oh, hundred percent. There it is. It's fantastic. You, I will say this. You will enjoy it. All right. Perfect. All right. Moving on. Another trailer came out. Totally surprised me because I didn't know it was coming this fast. Army of Thieves, the prequel to Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. Oh, wow. On Netflix. Oh, yeah. That is Netflix's biggest movie this summer. It's, and, it's yes, on my list. it's long. I'll tell you, it's two and a half hours long. Settle in. Know what you're getting into, but fuck, enjoy it. it. It's just, it did not feel long until Amy woke up. She's like, is this still on? I'm like, yeah, shut up. Go back to sleep. Put your head back in my lap and go to sleep. Just take your Oscar and go to hell. Yeah, take your two Oscars <laughs> and just roll over and find something else to do. Oh! Um, it's Collusion! Yes. It, yeah. That's how she got the award. Collusion! Hey. If it works for the International wow. Olympic Army, Committee. Army of Thieves, huh? Army of Thieves, and it ta- there's a character in Army of the Dead who's the safe breaker, looks to be the main character because of his ability to crack safes. That makes sense. I mean, it's a bank robbery movie. Yep. So you got to have a guy to crack the safe. I agree. <sighs> Could have used that guy in Die Hard, I'll tell you that much. A lot better than that other guy. That guy was a hack. Yeah, he was. Couldn't even drill through it. Fucking bum. Um, yeah, it's called Army of Thieves. The trailers, it does not have a release date. My guess, October. It, w- it would make the most sense. Is, there, is it zombies again? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the full-blown. It's in it. It doesn't look like it's as much because this takes place prior to the first movie. Okay. But, yeah, it, it looks really good. Cool. All right. Tomorrow, set your clocks. Tomorrow's a big day. Big day. Because we're, we're going to get Oh, a, there's a new trailer that comes out tomorrow, and it's for... Fuck, I saw it, and I forgot to write it down. Hit me with it. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yes. Ackroyd was new, pump, pumping it. New trailer tomorrow. Obviously, they've already got our money. We're, we're already going. The first trailer looked amazing. It did not look campy or kiddish like Ghostbusters 2. Um, this, it, it looks... It, look, you don't even need to put out another trailer. We say it all the time about Star Wars and stuff. Don't need one. I'm going. Just tell me when. Just let me know when the release date is, but we will get a brand new trailer tomorrow because that is coming out later this year, I believe, in November. Yeah, something like that. Brock will tell us. <laughs> um, we'll find out. God It'll be, it. uh, I believe it's November is when the next one comes out, which, again, why not October? What are we doing? It's not like you're getting flooded with new movies. Aren't there? Uh... You got Eternals for Marvel coming out in November, too. Yeah. Is, it, is the new Jason movie coming out? Is the new Halloween this year, or the is the new Halloween this year? Yes. Not Jason, Mike Myers. Is Michael it this Myers, year or next year? Halloween Kills comes out the, the, this year. Halloween Kills comes out this year, and then the following, because that was supposed to come out last yep. year. Yeah, and then the finals next year. Rona fucked us out of that one, and then another one will come out next year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, new trailer tomorrow. Super okay. excited. Cool. Yeah. Uh, second to last thing. Two things left. I have a movie recommendation. All right. Super easy to find. It's on Netflix. Oh, you were telling me about this. Okay. It's called Spectral. S-P-E-C-T-R-A-L. If you like movies like Battle Los Angeles or Aliens. Hated it. Hated it. um, Two flops. Um, Any kind of... Fucking stupid movie. Aliens. You can't come up with a better name than that. Fake. (laughs) Or is it? Pentagon said that shit's real. That's just millionaires from other planets on joyrides. How funny would that be? Until we hijack one of their fucking ships. So that's how the other side lives. Yes. Um, where are we going? I don't know. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's called Spectral. It is a military alien invasion movie. Okay. Um, it's basically the best way to describe it is the military. Like there's a spot where some actual military stuff was happening with insurgents and fighting and you know actual war type stuff. But soldiers keep getting killed without anybody seeing anything. And the guy is, there's a couple actors in it. I don't know their names, but I can tell you what they've been in. Um, there's a scientific, there's a like a research and development guy in there that develops a different type of lens to look through where you can see what it is that's attacking the soldiers. Okay. And it, I don't want to spoil anything because it's not, it's, it's really not, it's worth watching and to not spoil it. It's from 2016. Yes. A sci-fi thriller story centered on a special ops team that is dispatched to fight supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. James Badge Dale, Emily Mortimer, Bruce Greenwood, Max Martini. The names you won't remember, but when you see the actors, unless you're Chris Holcomb and Brandon, of course, then you're going to know the names. But The main guy was in De- The Departed, World War Z, and Iron Man 3. Right. Yep. Um, and then the other guy was Captain Kirk's... Uh, main guy, uh, su- superior in the first movie, Pike. That's it. He Gr- was an iRobot. Really good actor. Yep. I like him a lot. Yep. He's in Batman Death in the Family. Yep. Um, 
it, it's if you like alien invasion movies type things, military. If you if you liked Battle Los Angeles, you'll love this movie. One to ten, a solid eight, solid eight. So that'll be a four from me. No, I'm kidding. Four and a half, <laughs> five probably. Um, and I, I was thinking of you while I was watching this movie because rules are set and strictly followed. I'm on it. And the plot is very basic. What's killing our guys? How do we find it? How do we stop it? That It's literally, that's it. Well, I could never, ever get upset about you for recommending movies ever because you're the guy who told me to watch Battle Los Angeles, which is, For lack I'm of sorry. a better term, a banger. If you guys have never seen that movie... It doesn't get much better. What are we doing? It really doesn't it, get much incredible. better. It's incredible. It's really one of the, the best The way that movie was ever. made, it felt like Saving Private Ryan just with aliens. Aliens, it did. That scene when it's in the hallway and they find out how to kill it. Oh, so badass. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah. And I love Aaron Eckhart anyway. Two-Face. So underrated. He's such a hard ass. He just doesn't get the pop roles. You know what I mean? He just doesn't. Nope. And like, I don't know why. Like everybody's like, oh, Kevin Costner. To me, Kevin Costner, not that great an actor. But his yeah. fucking movie roles that he has picked are amazing. Watch Yellowstone. Fuck. Season three, Yellowstone, coming up later this year. Gay. On Peacock. Fake. Fake. <laughs> Fake. Last but not least, I know it's the one you've been waiting to get to. Bad Batch. I caught up a lot last week. I made myself. I'm doing some different things to give myself some more movie time because well, you just have you have no time. Yeah, but I, no I time. Mean, but I top to bottom, no I owe, time. I owe it to the podcast to stay up on new stuff. So I got caught up on the things I need to get caught up. On. I also watched this. Uh, I watched the first five episodes of Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, and I watched the second episode of Loki. Uh, Loki, I have to wait on for Susan because she yeah. wants to watch it. But even last night, I was watching whether she fell asleep. Fair. So whatever. Um, what but, but I was watching Bad Batch yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was in the office. I was doing some work. And I threw it on because I, I wanted to see it. And I texted you. And I said, I'm watching the Bad Batch. You were like, fuck yeah. And he goes, you said, what do you think? And I said, I have one major problem with it. And you were like, you just started you know what? throwing shit out. You know what? <laughs> This is one of my biggest pet peeves, and it usually would happen like at work or something like that. Like, hey, um, I need to talk to you. I'll uh, talk to you. I need to see you about four o'clock. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. No. Fuck whoa, off. Whoa, whoa, right whoa, now. whoa. I hate nope, it. Right? Nope. Either I'm clearing my box out now, or you're going to tell me what's going on right now. But you did not give in, and I, I didn't, and I'm sorry. But I thought it would make I thought it would make good conversation. So I told you that our game Bitch. this week would be: you get five guesses. To 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 guess what I what my problem is with Bad Batch, honestly, I only have one problem that I can bring up. Okay. So it, there's no there's no like there's no gray area here. It's you're gonna hit it or you're not gonna hit it. Okay. But I figured that you bringing up five things would give us some ammunition to talk about it. So go. All right. Well, I mean, I have the text because I did rattle off shit like instantly. Oh, dude, I would like I only because I know you so well. Tried to put my phone down and it fucking vibrated off the table. All right. Let's see. Yep, there they are. Um, haha. Can't tell you yet. Fuck off. <laughs> let's. It, and this is what Greg sends me. Not yet. I have a huge problem. I have a huge problem with the show. Right off the bat, I'm like hurt. Like what? What did I ever do to you? But you'll never guess what it is. All right. So I rattled off these within seconds of each other. One was the timeline. Okay. Two was why the clones are refusing to follow Order 66. Okay. Three was the kid. Okay. 
I could see where some would be kind of annoyed, but I thought she was fucking adorable. Like, she's just a little hard ass. Yep. Because she is a clone. Are these your guesses, or are, they, are you just reading everybody what oh, I said? They, they, I, these, these are my guesses. Okay, zero problem with the timeline. Oh, awesome, because it fits perfectly. Yep. You just nope. have to pay attention. No problem with the reason that they're uh, not uh, refusing Order 66. Okay. They straight up said they refuse to follow orders a lot, and that they're genetically fucked up clones. You will get into that yeah. more and, as you and, get but, into but the show. But they said it straight up. Yeah, so they you already know. Up. Okay. Uh, the third one, the little girl. Yeah. Um, no, Omega. because that's kind of what Star Wars is. Absolutely. Right? You, exactly. Okay. It's too short. That's my biggest problem. Um, It's not too short yet. I, I'm, I, the first episode was awesome at 75 minutes, but it oh. would be really hard to watch, for me, 13 episodes at 75 minutes a pop. For you, uh, yes. For I'm, me, no. I'm good. I'm good with the length. Okay. Um, That's what she said. Girth? Um, uh, a little underwhelmed by the girth. <laughs> that's check, uh, check on that for me, will you, Brock? <laughs> <laughs> I was saving it for a good one that I win. Hey, he... he hey. <laughs> Don't call down the thunder unless you want to fuck with Thor. I got you. I'm just saying. Um, but seriously, Brock, keep it going. This is going to be fun as hell. Yes, it is. For us. So so one, <laughs> so one more. Uh, lack of bigger name characters from the Star Wars universe. That's my last guess. No, I'm okay with that too because I know that eventually they'll work themselves into it. They And we were talking about it because you finished watching an episode when I got here. Dave Filoni and John Favreau are geniuses at dropping in just enough nuggets. Like, oh, I I know who that is. Um, like there was a, the episode of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. where you saw the two dudes that end up in the cantina. Yep. In Star Wars: A New Hope. I'm like, yes. It's fucking brilliant. Perfect. Like right? that that was for me, and I recognized it and I appreciated it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's they do such a. I literally am out of guesses. I, okay. I don't know what else. This is this is where I'm coming from, and then you'll understand it. So Disney, Disney made their money on Disney, right? With the the Alice in Wonderland and the parks, now all the parks and stuff that they have, they made enough money that they were able to go out and buy Star Wars. Okay, yeah, four billion. Then they were make they made enough money that they were able to go out and buy Marvel, right. and then they made enough money that they were able to go out and buy Fox. Right. So with the Marvel Universe, they've gone out and they've done all these things, and they've really. Legitimately, and we had a we had a discussion about about Marvel today, mm-hmm. and and I I agree with you 100. percent We do not like what happened in Black Widow. You stabbed me in the heart, Feige. I get it. Um, I'm not ready to give up on him. In the back. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in ready to give up on back. it. Back. But also, I'm mad that he did it. But also, I'm like, okay, you know, kind of in Feige retrust because of the things that he's done and re and, and taken this whole universe and done that with it. That's right? what got lost in our conversation today. Like it, yeah, it's like. It's hard to have a conversation like it's that over like text. It's like your best friend. It's like if I were to sneak up behind you and just punch you as hard as I could in the mouth. It's like half of us like, you motherfucker. And then the other half was just like, man, why, why would you? Why? Yeah, you got me. You why got me. why yeah. would you did that? Like, I gave you Diet Dr. Pepper. And I, I think I think in our text, it was misconstrued or understood or misunderstood that- Text we were, is the worst. It is. It's hard to have a it's conversation where we're debating stuff like that. Bottom line is, you're mad at Kevin Feige because one of your favorite characters was Taskmaster. Right. And he fucked Taskmaster up, okay? Shit on Much it. Much the same way that they um, that they screwed up, it's not the Manchurian, it's the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. And, and we'll stay this away from- This is pre-Kevin Feige, yep. but like perf- my, my shining example- Deadpool and Wolverine Origins. Yep, that was not Deadpool. We'll stay. We'll stay away from it. But basically, that's you just take an a example. guy like the Mandarin or Taskmaster. That's not a one movie character, right? It's not okay. 
So we, in, in my opinion, I'm like, okay, he got forced into doing something he didn't want to do, Spider-Man 3, whatever. But he's taken that universe and he's built this universe with all these different things that he's done with, with Marvel. Yep. Okay. Disney has the money. It's time that they do that with, with Star Wars. And my biggest problem with the Bad Batch is it needs to be live action. Oh, shit. I completely agree. It, Could you imagine this in a live action? There's zero excuse. This show, you can do fucking anything you want with this show and with this group because of the canon that Star Wars has. You can start them when they started from the end of Revenge of the Sith to the end of Rise of Skywalker if you wanted to, and you can weave them in and out. Star Wars, or Disney right now, Mm -hmm. proved that they can do it and that they can make money by doing The Mandalorian. They took a character that was so small in Star Wars lore, and it was the biggest show of of the year, the year it came out, and it was still massive last year. They worked... And now we're getting Boba Fett live-action show. And now you're going to get a live-action Boba Fett. A, a, a major character, but a minor character. Correct. Still a minor character. They need to have the a Mandalorian, and then the book of the book of Boba Fett. They need to do whatever they're going to do with Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't think Obi Wan Kenobi has the legs that my two suggestions are. My third suggestion is, and there's one of these shows a quarter. The third suggestion is we need Vader. We need a Vader well, story that well. starts out from Rise, Darth Vader. To when he dies. There's so many different things. And don't go, well, he was only in three movies. No. You have a monster timeline there that you can work with. And the fourth one needs to be the Bad Batch. All the different things that they can do. Don't tell me you can't afford it. Because you did it with The Mandalorian and you made a shitload of money. Right. There's nothing on those shows right there that we couldn't do on a weekly basis. You don't have to cast an Oscar Isaac. No. or Not at all. You can cast... Carl on the corner at the ABC passed out on the fucking stoop hey, because you don't need to know who this guy is. You give me some lifts and I'll play Wrecker all day long. That's what I. So that was my. <laughs> I'm, I watched the first two episodes and I said I am. I am livid that this is not live action because even though I like the, the cartoons, oh, absolutely. I like the cartoons. Star Wars to me is the Mandalorian. Absolutely. And 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 the first the four, five, and six. Completely agree. And and you could do that with this all day. They're not these monst- massive uh, droid battles that you had, 30, 45-minute episodes. I don't give a shit if you, if you run a, a, a one storyline, three or four episodes. I don't care. You, you can do it, and that's what they should be doing. Stop giving me cartoons when you can be giving me the live-action stuff. I understand that the cartoons have their place because of the kids. Right. But you know what? Kids are watching The Mandalorian. There was oh, nothing absolutely. in The Mandalorian that you couldn't show it an eight-year-old. So... There's nothing in the Bad Batch that you couldn't do in a in a live action PG show. Make that shit live action and start giving me the shit that I'm paying you each month for. I completely agree. I told you you'd be like I 100. percent Yeah, it's it, it is that good. Is it a small gripe? It's a small gripe, but it would make it ten times better. It's not even a gripe. That's a want. Yeah, this show is really good. It's really really good story. I'm disappointed that I I didn't watch it sooner. I've just been behind. I get it, but. Guys, um, even if you're on the fence, if you like Star Wars at all, if you like The Mandalorian, you're going to like this show. It, yes, it's a cartoon, but Perfect it's example. still worth watching. Perfect example. Long-time friend and supporter of the podcast from before day one, Richard Alexander. I don't watch cartoons. I don't watch cartoons. I wouldn't watch Rebels. Nope. Wouldn't watch Clone Wars. I don't do cartoons. I don't watch Won't any watch cartoons. Won't watch Harley Quinn. Won't watch Harley Quinn. I don't do cartoons. Loves The Bad Batch. Watches it every week. Loves The Bad Batch. It's, it's a really good show. 
It and again, story. It's just all story with great characters, characters that are just fun as hell to watch. Wrecker is my favorite. Big dumb oaf yeah. just wants to fight and blow shit up. Um, don't ruin it for me, but I'm really eager to find out the package air quotes that is the girl because it's it's obvious that she's more important than just a girl who was working in the metal f- medical facility omega oh she's a huge part of the story Exa- absolutely I, yeah I'm, I'm very interested to see but what you'll that find is. out why yeah i know i will and i almost spoiled it earlier on accident but i'm glad i didn't say anything but yeah, yeah. she turned she, she does she turn into like you, you know, will vanessa del rio or something you will find out nice yeah it's and and it's very Awesome, and it does tie into the earlier movies, which is makes it even more, even just makes it better. Sweet. So there you go. That is this week's big sack of nothing. It was a great sack. Yeah, it was great sack. Um, God, I feel like I watched something that I forgot to tell you about, and I can't remember what it was. You'll think of it on my way home. I will. <laughs> All right, you want to do top five list? Yeah, let's just do our list. All right, your idea. Go ahead. Uh, top five after school snacks. What were the top five things? It's on our whiteboard. Yep. Top five things that when you got home from school, you couldn't wait to just fucking mow down. You want to hear how big of a dummy I am? Uh, I don't think you're a dummy. I still eat some of these snacks today, so they, they had to instantly go on the list. Every one of these things on my list, I would eat if you put in front of me right now. Right now. And destroy it. Without now, hesitation. One of the things I don't... Because I'm fat and I'm trying to stay away from calories, and the Wrong. other one you lost other, a lot of weight, so stop it. The, and the other one is because I'm fat and I, <laughs> but I try not to eat certain things because I know that they're just a, a rabbit hole that you go down. Right. Uh, I'll go first. Go ahead. So when I was a kid, um, my mom and dad did not eat out a lot. Eating out was a special. It was special. Especially on Valentine's Day. <laughs> fact check that one, Brock. Yeah, fact check that, Brock. <laughs> It was just my mom was an amazing cook, right? And we lived in the country, mm-hmm. so to get dressed and go to dinner, even if it was just a hamburger, my parents were very—they were not cheap, but they were frugal. If we can, and 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 my—they were smart. Yep. And the food at home was so good that it never upset me that I didn't get to go have McDonald's burger because when my dad made a hamburger on the grill, it was food fucking, at home was always better. it was it was dope. So we didn't have a lot of fast food things in the house, but one thing that they would keep in the house because it was a quick meal that they liked was the Stouffer's French bread pizzas. Oh, God, those are good. They, they are good. And, those and, are so and, good. And my parents did not like regular frozen pizza, so I didn't even eat frozen pizza hardly at all until I was like out of the house. Stouffer's. But I would wreck a French bread pizza, both of them, when I got home from school. Uh, fun fact, Stouffer's is Latin for amazing. Yes, it is. And this was back when you didn't microwave them. I would put that shit in the oven because I loved the crispy, the crunchity. I don't care what flavor it was. That, Sausage, that, meat lovers. That was for Brock. That was for Brock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> French bread pizzas, man. And I, I still... Amazing. I don't eat Literally. them that much now because I'm trying not to eat that type of stuff. I still got like 50 pounds I want to lose. But if you put them in front of me right now, I would be like, thank you, God bless you. I'd kiss your feet and I'd wreck that shit. Wreck shop. Yes. That's that's a great one. My number five is a... It's I'm not going to... This made the list as an adult. All right. Thanks to my... Incredibly smart and talented daughter, Morgan. Strawberries and Nutella. Oh, wow. Just give me a fork, open the lid. I'll talk to you when I'm out of strawberries. My, my mother-in-law will not pass up anything that has Nutella on it. Fuck, that stuff is so good. And you know what? It's got hazelnut in it, so it's good for you. I, I'm going to hey, go with that, too. that's what I tell myself. I'm going to go with that, too. Strawberries and Nutella. So you, you cut the lid 
the lid. The top of the strawberries off. Just get yourself a little plate of strawberries. Open the jar. You can either just put a glob on the plate, or you can just do what I just dip it right out of the jar. Just like get peanut a couple of fingers. Like I, because purposely, like if I make a plate of them, I'm going to eat them all. Well, that's I'll duh. Just, I'll just take three or four strawberries out, lop the top off, open the jar, get a fork, scoop it, and slurp it. It's there's something in that Nutella that just makes it better than chocolate, and I don't know. I don't know what it is that they're putting in it. Crack, meth, I don't know. But it's good. I'm fine with either. It's Nutella, man. It is. Put Nutella on a piece of bread with some banana. Yeah, it's good. Shit is crazy. I um I got in trouble a lot. Not in trouble because my parents were cool with it. But I had a bad habit of eating things that my mother needed for dinner that night. Okay. And I've I love, done this before. I love vegetables. Okay. I always have. I've what, never I've never had a problem with vegetables. Favorite vegetable. Oh man, that's fucking tough. Favorite off the top of your head. Gun to your head. Bell pepper. Wow, really? Yeah, I love them. Broccoli. Uh I like Steam. broccoli. I like zucchini. I like summer squash. I like I like corn. I like peas. I like carrots. I, I, I I'm not a huge fan of raw carrots, but I'll eat them. But really about the only about the only vegetable that I won't eat on the regular is beets. But I will eat them when my mom cooks them. God, I hate cooked carrots. I just I'd rather Kick a puppy. Fair, fair, I mean, fair kids. enough. I mean, they're not for everybody, right? It is how you prepare them. And lots of times when I talk to people that don't like vegetables, it's because they don't get them prepared properly. I take it back. It's not bell peppers. It's zipper peas. I fact check that. I would never kick a puppy. True. But but what I would do is I would get home and I'm like, I don't mind eating vegetables and I would just fucking scarf them down. I, um, I would take the bell peppers and that okay. my number four is bell peppers Okay, out of the drawer and eat them like an apple. And my mom would come home and need bell peppers for dinner, and she wouldn't have them. You've told me that before. I would just, I just chew them, and I still, I still do it. My favorite thing in my salad is, is green pe- bell peppers. I love them. Um, totally unrelated. Another good snack that I have had in the past is sliced up green peppers, and you dip it in lowry salt. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, it's just, it was just good. Completely, I eat them completely raw with nothing on them. I just love them. I don't know if it's right. the texture or, but I, no, I, my favorite. I love putting them. Out of curiosity, when you eat watermelon. Yeah. Do you eat it with salt? No. No? No. Try it sometime. No. No, you should. All right. All right. Just once. Just a little bit of just, just a little bit of sound salt. right. It, it it doesn't. But it, Susan and I went to Orlando a couple weeks ago. We went to a place called Gideon's Bake Shop. Okay. And they make they make the best cookies that I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there listening, look up Gideon's Bake Shop in Orlando and just look at the cookies that they have. They're like as big around as my head and they're like that thick. They literally Cover them in salt, and it's amazing. I mean, I'll take your word for it's it. Amazing. It's just off the top of my head, it just sounds it, 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 uh, horrifying. Just try it. All right. I'm not asking you to eat a whole piece. Just a little. Just don't. You don't shake salt on it for 20 minutes. Just a little bit of salt. I'll try anything once. Almost the same thing. The same thing I thought when I heard chocolate covered bacon. I'm like, that can't be good. Yeah, you're taking two amazing things, put them together. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I have eaten my watermelon like that since I was a kid. I was a kid. Yeah. All right. Hey, but fair enough. But bell peppers. I just, I, I my mom would come home and she said, "Did you eat the bell peppers?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. All right. Son of a bitch. And when I got old enough to drive, she'd actually send me to the store to buy more. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. All right. Number four has been made and eaten from the time that I was little to the time of probably uh, Thursday. Okay. Tortilla. 
sliced cheese and a little bit of sandwich meat, whatever's whatever's in the goddamn fridge. Anything in the goddamn fridge. Anything in the goddamn fridge. It doesn't even have to have lunch meat on it. Tortilla and a couple slices of cheese, put in a microwave, heat it up for about 40 seconds, roll it, enjoy. I've kind of, since Ash was living with us here for a little while and he does the keto thing, he he uses those carb balance um, tortilla rolls. Mm -hmm. And I make peanut butter and jellies with them and stuff they're really good and they're super soft they don't taste they taste great yep so i can get on board with that it's just an easy quick go-to snack favorite meat favorite cheese on that go uh favorite cheese is american craft slices of course there's nothing better cheese food or cheese cheese slices i know but there's two is it cheese or is it the cheese food I don't know what cheese like food is. Like the cheese is. food is the ones that are individually wrapped in yes. the plastic. Individually wrapped craft slices. Okay. Put it that way. And then favorite lunch meat to go on there is honey baked ham or honey ham. Any kind of honey, whatever, sliced lunch meat. Fair enough. Boar's head if you're really going to go big. I would probably go dill, Havarti, and roast beef. Yeah, roast beef would be good. Just ham goes better with the cheese. It does. It does. Yeah. Good enough. Um, that is an everyday easy snack. My number three is more of when I was in high school, and what would happen is I would come home from school, and I would need to eat before I went to work, because I had a job from the time I was 16 till Mm -hmm. now, unfortunately, and um, I would just grab something, scarf it down, and go, and um, it would be last night's dinner, because my mom always made enough for two or three nights. Right. But then mom would come home and need last night's dinner for dinner, and it would be gone, Yep. (laughs) so she'd have to cook again. Leftovers are amazing. I never got in trouble, but she was always like, "Will you please just?" She eventually she started making extra so that I would have that that just I could for eat. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, when I was 16, 17, I was six one. I weighed 170 pounds. So that is your snack last night's left. Last that night's would dinner? be my snack was the le- last night's leftover. I I, I I had a 30 inch waist and I ate whatever I wanted. Vinny says my superpower is eating because if you put it in front of me, I'll eat it. Right. And I destroy it, and I would. I would come in, and I would eat the leftovers from last night, and then eat dinner when I got home. Hey, mom, what's yeah. for dinner? You fucking ate it already. Yeah, love you, you, mom. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, love you, mom. <laughs> That's fine. I would. I would just grab the Tupperware container, scarf it down while I changed, and out I went. My number three was an after-school special because I would come home. Uh, with, even, I mean, not so much in high school because I didn't really have time with practices and stuff. You get home, you're exhausted, don't have time to do shit. Mm-hmm. But elementary and middle school, come home. I've done it a few times since. <laughs> jar of peanut butter, jar of jelly, and a spoon. And it had to be crunchy peanut butter. Crunchy is my favorite. It has to be crunchy you peanut butter. You just take a spoon. I was doing homework, and I'd have them right in front of me. Spoonful of peanut butter. Dip that shit into the jelly to get a glob of jelly on there. Right out of the spoon. So two questions. Did you ever get the one that had the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar to make it easier? Not the same. Okay. Doesn't taste nearly um, as good. Uh, second, the second question is: Do you know who doesn't like crunchy peanut butter? Who? ISIS. Yeah, exactly. Right? Fact check. It's that. just un-American. Fact check right. that. Yeah, Brock. Uh, yeah, it was just such a dumb, easy snack, and I don't know what about it, but like, what, what am I even going to mess around with bread for? Peanut butter is delicious. Just give me a spoon. It really is delicious, especially when you're crunching on it. Crunch, hey, crunch, crunch. Let's just get right to the good stuff. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. My number two. Is Kraft macaroni and cheese, and we didn't have the amazing gourmet frozen 
macaroni and cheese that you could have now back when we were kids, right? Velveeta. So you cook that shit. Right in the microwave. Yeah. I, I never cooked it in the microwave. I always cooked it on the stove. The little bowls. Oh, no, no. I, add I'm, talk, water. I'm talking about with the ones with the box. No, we didn't have that back then. That's uh, what I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, they don't have those now where you cook them in the little microwave bowl. We had the box. Right. And you had to have the milk and the butter. I can't tell you how many times I made it without the butter because we didn't have any butter. Just add water. Just add the water, whatever. Household um, hack. Just add some water. I, I will still eat a Kraft macaroni and cheese. It is not good macaroni and cheese, but I love it. Susan has a recipe for macaroni and cheese that she makes in the Instapot that is holy shit. It's mm-hmm. got like seven different types of cheeses, and it's it's incredible. But Kraft macaroni and cheese, if I, was, time? if I was fortunate enough to have found a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese in the cabinet, that shit did not last very long. Nope. Not at all. That's a good one. It's a really good one. Number two. <laughs> a lot of people are going to cringe. Uh-oh. Spam sandwich. There's nothing wrong with spam. Oh, my grandfather taught, put me onto spam. Um, the one thing that I'll never, that I always think of, is not how good it was when he put it in a pan and fry it up and put cheese on it and eat it mm-hmm. like a sandwich. It's that jelly goo that was in the can when you dating. Of course, I'm in my 40s, so we had to roll the thing around it. Yep, and then peel it. Yep, and then open it up and then <laughs> right onto the plate, and then that clear jelly stuff on it. I don't know what that shit was, but it was unnecessary. It was just preservatives. Because we would just wash that shit right off. Mm -hmm. Slice it up, put it into a pan, sizzle it up a little bit, put some cheese on it, let it melt, put it on a piece of bread, spam sandwich all day long. Couple questions for you. Kind of want one right now. Couple questions. I've had it. I've had fried fried spam. Oh, yeah. Do you know why it's called spam? I don't, and I'm assuming it has something to do with the ingredients. People will say it's called Spam because it's spiced ham. That is incorrect. It is not. That is correct. It's because it was invented in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. There you go. All right. Uh, Number two, I have been to Homestead Homestead Racetrack in Miami, where they used to hold the final race every year to determine the Winston NASCAR Cup champion. The most popular booth at the Homestead Racetrack is... The fried spam sandwich booth. Now done. There's pe- a line the entire time. People can mock it, but try it. If you haven't eaten it, I don't want to hear your fucking mouth. Yeah. How's that sound? Yeah. What he said. <laughs> but still go to our YouTube page and hit and, and hit subscribe, please, because we're we're really shooting. <laughs> well, I'm for not having years. to listen to their mouth if they do that. So that works out, right? Good enough. Fair point. My number one, because I loved. These two things as a kid. Loved. I loved Coca-Cola, and I loved nacho cheese Doritos. So I would come home. I would stop on the way home, and I would buy a two-liter of Coke because my parents did not drink soda. They drank tea. Right. And I would buy a family-sized bag of nacho cheese Doritos, and that was my snack, the entire bottle and the entire bag, and I would destroy it. Quick question. Shoot. Have you ever made nachos with Doritos? Oh, my God, no, but that does sound like a little bit like heaven. We learned that from Amy's parents, Amy's mom, from way back in the day when we were dating, over 26 years ago. Nacho cheese Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos, spread out on a plate, put on the ground beef, put on your tomatoes and your cheese and your sauce, slap that bitch in the microwave for about 30, 40 seconds, enjoy. Mm. Hey, 
Game changer. I bet. You know what would be amazing are Game those spicy chili. Changer. The spicy chili Doritos. That, see, now you're thought now you're thinking. All right, I'm gonna I, I gotta go. I gotta go to the store. Now you're thinking. Oh I know. My God. Pick me up some spam while you're there. You got it. I'm not kidding. I'm probably gonna end up with a spam sandwich and I'm gonna take pictures of it this week. You should. Because God damn it, that for some reason that just sounds good. It's good. It is However, good. It's not bad. Number one will never get in the way, regardless of age. Location, status, which let's be honest, it's as high as it's going to get. You already had it. Mac and cheese. I didn't want to steal your thunder because I knew the story that's coming. Mac and cheese. Amy hates it. She does not like it. Susan is not a massive fan She's of it. She's not a fan. Um, but anybody of significant age younger than me, when I make it for them, come back like crack addicts. Because you put in butter, you put in milk when you're fortunate enough to have that stuff in the fridge to make it properly so with some butter on the noodles when they're hot. Let it melt. Mm-hmm. Slush it around. Add in your milk, then the powdered cheese. It's, We're talking the Kraft macaroni and cheese? Tra- oh, Kraft, oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, there's two, there's two categories. Kraft mac and cheese will always be like what we call the OG, right? Oh, yeah. It's... It's the king dingling. Yeah. It's the It's it's a processed, pasteurized, it manufactured version of a, a delight. The Thanos of snacks. Okay. Okay. That's it. Like it'll never be topped. Because of its age, it's like you said, we've had it since we were it's just delicious. We ones. There's also a second part to that. Velveeta shells and cheese. It is fucking glorious. <laughs> It is. It's, it's horrible for you. I oh, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Velveeta is nothing but solidified lard. Fact check that. Um, I'll give it a pass. Um, but it, shells and cheese is amazing. They, they are. And you know what? That was that was, um, but, that was was high roller if you had that. But, oh, yeah. And I'm just talking like current. Like I'm when we were kids, it was craft. That's all there was. Yep. For me, if I have shells and cheese, there's a price to pay. And it ain't pretty. But you know what? Totally worth it. I'll be sitting there eating a bowl. I'm like, I don't even care. Yep. Totally I, worth I, it. I don't even care. This bowl's half gone, and it ain't going to be around long, so I'm going to pay a price. I don't care. So you uh, you had an incident involving macaroni and cheese one time. Um, Greg, we're going to call them encounters now. <laughs> I had a Kraft mac and cheese encounter as a child. Oh, nice. And that story goes a little something like this. So when I was a kid in fourth grade, and I remember it like it was yesterday, some smells you just never lose. Um, Both parents worked. So when I came home, it was my job to get something made for me and my sister until the parents got home, which if I remember, it was a couple hours, whatever. Long enough that I had to feed both of us. I'm in fourth grade. Okay. Pretty goddamn resourceful at fourth grade. Yeah, no shit. Let me tell you. Learned how to think out of the box real quick as a young one. Except this was bad thinking in the box. Mac and cheese, right? It's our favorite. Boom. Mom and dad would make it. It was my. It was easy to make. My dad. I have two stories. Let's go back a little further, Greg. Uh oh. I loved mac and cheese. My mom knew it. She would cook it. My dad did not like it. Mm. Now there was an incident as a child that will also never leave my head ever. My dad coming home. My dad was the Hey, I'm home. Where's my dinner? Give me my dinner, woman. 
like that's just the way it was back then. Just is what it is. She brings out a pot of the golden gloriousness that is Kraft Mac and Cheese. Pops was not happy at all. So much so that his fork flew across the room and stuck cartoon style into the wall. And I was like, holy shit. Got up and left like he was not happy about the mac and cheese. Meanwhile, you were like, more for me. Ping! And then it just wobbling. I, it's just, just like a cartoon. Yeah. So holy anyway. shit. Fast forward to another day. A more pleasant time, if you will. <laughs> I come home from school. Guess what we had, Greg? Mac and cheese? Yes, we did, but boom! But guess what? I didn't have to now cook it on the stove because we got a microwave. Holy shit! We things are looking up for the Putnams. Th- hey, things were things were turning around, so I thought. <laughs> so we get a microwave, and I'm like, I know there's only a couple steps in making macaroni and cheese. One is boiling water; the other is the noodles. Wait a little bit, mix and eat, right? Yeah. Well, shit, I can speed this up. I just. I'm going to boil the water quicker now that we have a microwave. So I get the pot, fill it up about halfway, slap that bitch in the microwave, set it for a few minutes. And what I can only be described as what looked like the gates of hell opening up in that microwave between the lightning and the smoke and the smell, I thought the evil dead was really happening in my in my kitchen. I didn't know. None of us did. How am I supposed to know? We didn't know back then. You didn't get a safety course. No, no one teaches. Hey, look, no metal in a microwave. Yeah. No, all we knew was, hey, cook shit quicker. I mean, even Fez on that 70s show put metal in the microwave. He didn't know. And he's on TV. It's been said numerous times. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't put metal in a microwave? Yeah. Oh, Greg, it was a... Oh, you know, science. It, science, bitch. Uh, yeah, that was a sight. I was, it was scared, literally, legitimately scared for my life. How long did it take you to turn the microwave off? Um, and were you standing there watching it, or did you go off and do something like we all do when we cook in the microwave? See, and this was way before the event happened, but I thought the Battle of New York was happening, and the sky was opening up, and all the chitari were flying out of the, the wormhole that I just created in my kitchen. Good enough. Um, I panicked, grabbed a broom, and popped the thing with a broom handle, and then it opened up, and it looked like what can only be described as Spicoli's van in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> Smoke just billowing out in the stench that that made. It was, it's unforgettable. Like I can smell it like burning metal. I can imagine. Just horrid. Like this is probably what the whole city of Pittsburgh smells like is what came out of that microwave. How pissed, (laughs) how pissed was your dad when he got home and found the microwave ruined? To this day, never found out. Never found out. I opened the, uh, I opened the doors, the windows. Um, I was flaming. Like, I had a towel, and you thought I was the corner man for Michael Spinks against Mike Tyson. I'm just waving that towel, doing my best to get Jesus everything Christ. out of the kitchen. <laughs> the corner <laughs> man for Michael Spinks versus Mike Tyson. I was like, get up, man. Get up. Wake up. We got to go. You just you just stole 40 bucks from Greg. Yeah, it was uh, like, I to this day, I don't know how I got caught. Not like I did anything wrong. Didn't get caught. You didn't, you get, didn't get caught. No, like they never found out. That's fucking nuts, man. But it was uh it was a scary moment. I'll bet it was. I had a lot of encounters with my father. Did you um did you but, have to change your underwear after that? D- no, I was too scared to shit. My whole body seized up. Everything was on pause. 
Everything was locked up and on pause until I came in like the cleaner, the wolf in Pulp Fiction. I had to fix this shit. I had to get it done. That's awesome. Never happened. Never found out. Wow, your sister didn't say anything either, huh? I got, you know, I got another funny story since we have time. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Quick story about something that never happened. To this day, my dad does not know. I promise it won't take long. Hey, I, I got nowhere to go. Takes me camping with a buddy of his from work and his son, who's good friends with. Like, we'd hung out every now and then. This goes, the theme of this is being scared as a child. So we go camping up in mid-Michigan. And literally, when I say camping, we were not at a campground. We were at some property that they had. Lewiston, Michigan, middle of nowhere. Camping, having a great time. And I'm probably, I don't know, eight, nine, whatever. So nighttime comes, campfire, that whole thing. Of course, they're telling stories, bears and all that stuff. I mean, shit's real up there. But middle of the night, number two is a knocking. And there's no nothing. Now, there's I have two fears in my head, two rational fears. One is getting eaten by a large animal. Two is waking up and pissing off another large animal. That second large animal being dad. Being dad. Okay. Because you don't ever fucking wake up dad from, okay. a, from, a cold, from a good sleep. Understood. Well, <laughs> the fear of waking the one up overrode the fear of being eaten by the other one. So I slowly unzipped the tent, went outside, scared to death, to this day took probably the biggest shit in my life. Good for you. It was... I probably should have gotten sutures after this was over with. <laughs> Stitches were probably going to be needed. Good news, didn't get killed, didn't get eaten. Scared to death during this encounter. Go back into the tent, zip everything up, go back to sleep. I woke up to a specific noise that next morning, and that noise went like this. Holy shit! And I'm like, what? What is going on? So, like, I get dressed, I come out there, and they're talking, and I'm like, dude, what's wrong? I think a bear shit by our tent last night. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, they thought in a large a bear came by and shit next to our tent. How old were you? Probably nine. <laughs> That's fucking world record numbers. I mean, I we were camping. They were on a steady diet of Doritos and God knows what else, Oreos and meat and whatever like dude and i was scared to death outside that's great hunched down pants down to the ankles wondering is the outside gonna kill me or is he gonna kill me when he finds out that i shit right next to the tent that's the worst because the first time you have to do that with your pants down you realize that there are some logistic issues now it's just like i just need something to sit on yeah the first time I ever had to do that was in boot camp in the middle right. of the woods. We were doing compass training. It was middle of the night, and I mm-hmm. had to go. I and I, I didn't ask for permission because I was in the middle of the woods. It's the worst. Yeah, it it is it is the worst. Um, that's great. So much so at our cabin, as adults, when we had the cabin up in Mid Michigan, mm-hmm. we had a poop chair. It was a lawn chair with a circle cut out. Just go out, dig a hole, sit down, poop. Done in the pine trees, dug a hole. There's a poop chair. Good enough. When that hole fills up, we. Cover it, and we just move the poop chair. Six, six or eight inches away. Because you don't yeah. want to risk clogging up the toilet in the cabin. No. You don't do that. Absolutely. You just piss in yeah. the cabin. Yeah. We have rules. We're not savages. Yeah. I mean, I get it. This isn't totally Nom Donnie. <laughs> I was going to tell you, you were talking about the um, the beach volleyball when yeah. we were talking back there. 
and the you know you go out and play for three or four hours, and next thing you know you're you're sunburned. Oh, it's the worst. Well, living down here, when I was in high school, we spent a lot of time at the beach. Yeah, and I didn't care about the water. I cared about all of us going and playing volleyball. That's it, what we did. It's so much fun. Well, I never have worn sunscreen. I, I just never have. I I was I was the color of that can when I went to boot camp. Because I was a landscaper, mm-hmm. and I was, wasn't wearing a shirt. I was dark. I've always tanned really well. Yep. My mom told me that I needed to start wearing sunscreen when I went to the beach. So I, I said, okay. I ain't no bitch. So I said, yes, mom, because I did what my mom was told about, of course. 20, about 20% of the time. Sure. It's and, good numbers. Yep. And um, I stopped, and I got some stuff. So I put it on, and we played volleyball all day. Well, guess what I learned that day, Mike? There's a difference between suntan lotion and suntan oil. Well, a little. Dude, when I woke up the next day, I was the color of that Deadpool. I have no doubt. I am no not doubt. kidding. I did not go to school. That's I was fucking roasted. It's the worst feeling ever, oh too. Oh, my God. And there's nothing you can do. You can't move. You can't do it. The only thing you can do is get in a, a, cool, a cool bath. And even that hurts. Yeah, it does. So that's my beach volleyball story. Man, nice job. I was wearing a two-piece bikini, though. That was my so next question. So that I was saying, you know... You don't want to be out of protocol. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going to catch up on the rest of the stuff that I need to catch up on this week. I'm going to stop and get some spam. I don't blame you. <laughs> Please, YouTube, hit the subscribe button. The Patreon button is back and functioning. We need 70 more. 70 more. Come Colin, on. send us an email. Tell us who you are, where you're from, um, what, uh, how you found out about us. Uh, we would like to maybe make a video for you or something. Yeah. Um, you can find us on uh, top5forfighting.com. You can email us at top5forfighting at gmail.com. It's true. Uh, if you would like an invite to the Fantasy Football League, please send us an email. Let us know. if uh, Send us your picks for your top five Funko Pops that you'd like to see made. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else you got? Um, I mean, we're on social media, but not hardcore. I mean, we're just there to kind of announce it. We got uh, a little bit of Instagram, stuff like that. We don't follow it too much. Uh, we got football coming. Uh, I'm very excited. It's I'm, I, jo- I was I was jonesing this weekend because there was no sports to watch. I mean, there was the Olympics, but like I said, I'm kind of boycotting it. We're and, uh, um, mere weeks away from the first NFL preseason game, which means hockey's not far away either. That's true. Uh, I will be doing something this year that I have not done in probably 15 years. Threesome. No, that would be about 50 <laughs> years. <laughs> um, I will be doing something the night of the first preseason game of the season, so I won't be watching it live. I always watch the Hall of Fame game, except for the year that got canceled. Refing? No, we're going to be watching Suicide Squad. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize that was that same night. I'd rather go watch the Suicide Squad. Dude, it's like like the Cowboys and the Steelers. Who gives a fuck? Oh, yeah. Fuck all on that. Hold on. Let me see. I got to get this right, because I don't want to be fact-checked by Brock. (laughs) Oh, shit. It is. It's the Cowboys and the Steelers in the Hall of Fame game. Two teams I can't stand. Look, I, I, I back the Steelers because of Ash. Ash is a hardcore Steelers fan, and he's a hardcore Steelers fan because of me. So I will, because when I was a kid, I played football for the Brandon Steelers. Okay. So he became a Steelers fan because that's who I played football for. Oh, Jesus Christ, I know, it, it, but it, you know what the other option was in Brandon? The other option was the Cowboys, and that shit ain't going to happen. So get poked in the eye or stabbed in the stomach. One of the two. Uh, well, eh, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying that's that bad, but oh, it is. I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you might get stabbed somewhere else. Hey yo, fair enough. But um, 
It just is what it is. But I don't have any desire to watch either one of those teams in preseason. <sighs> Fuck them both. That's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, there's uh, going to be some new Patreon stuff up. We are going to get the tea, the movie thing taken care of and situated, and that's all I can say about that. Yeah, help us out on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be awesome if we could get that done. We'd let's, really appreciate it. Let's get it. to 100. Like, I'm, I'm going to start crushing that on Facebook. I'm just going to start begging on Facebook. Hey, please. Love it. We just need to get 70 more. Love it. That's it. Yeah, next week, week, Funko Pop. What do you want to see? Email us, top5forfightinggmail.com. Do it. That's it. Don't be a dick. There it is. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.